The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Broadway Media, MSN.com, Exactware, The Salt Lake Tribune, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Hey, thank you very much for downloading GeekShowPodcast.com. We keep it free because of our sponsors. They pay for this party, so we want to thank them. And when you see them, thank them by saying Geek Show says, Hey, PC laptops, Dan Young, they can fix any brand of PC and will give you free diagnostics and virus malware scan. They also build the best laptops and desktops covered forever. PCLaptops.com, go see them. Also, Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South, open seven days a week for you heathens. And for our old friends, they offer a 10% discount off purchases over $20. Also open seven days a week and open way late. The Atomic Arcade at 3939 Highland Drive. Classic arcade video and pinball at classic prices. Also our friends at Cabin Fever in Salt Lake City, 700 East, 600 South in the heart of Trolley Square Mall. Go and get a gift for your favorite weirdo on your list. And welcoming our new sponsor, Fantasy Con. It's going to take place July 3rd through the 5th at the Salt Palace Convention Center. Join the adventure. Tickets are on sale now at fantasycon.com. FantasyCon is the first fantasy-themed convention in the nation. And remember to let our sponsors know, Geek Show says hey. We thought we were doing coke, huh? Then die. <laughs> That's an R2-D2. No, it's Anthony Daniels has nothing to do. Uh, robots don't eat sandwiches. <laughs> I mean, I'll take an extra math class. And I don't like math either. Doctor says I'll lean up in a while. I'll tell you off the air about how I began to hate the media. Where'd the angel touch you, son? <laughs> Man, I want to know what's in that train! What's in that train? And I'm just like... Geekshowpodcast.com and welcome back to the basement. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Hey. Whoa, it's, it's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Whoa. Um, I love his culture. It's fantastic. <laughs> how were uh, how were the mar- uh, the uh, bloody marys? Delicious. They were delicious. Yeah, you go good. You go to Carrie Jackson's house, you get bloody marys and quiche. I had never uh, I'd never had one before. I think I'm drunk. Yeah? Yeah. They're right. one, they're wonderful that way. Yeah. Yes. I had a beer. An apple beer. Uh, uh, apple beer. Oh, but it had beer on the label, yes. and it was a brown bottle, yep. and he felt so I, naughty there. For I was, a I'm bit. not kidding. He brought it up, and I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Tony's doing this. No, it's apple I mean, beer. He's like, apple beer. I go, man. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's meet the panel. Kat's having her own show over in the corner. Yeah, shush. She's got a very loud voice. She doesn't realize. Yeah, right. she's very loud, <laughs> but she's sweet. She is cute. Uh, hey, everybody! It's Jimmy Martin. Hey, James. <laughs> Hi. Big movie uh, mouth off. Big movie mouth off. Follow it on uh, Facebook. Do it, man. Um, you have a lot of uh, movies coming up. You're giving away, right? Free, yeah. free screenings. Um, I mean, we're in summer season, so I'm just. Lots. I mean. I, I know we're we're doing Guardians in August. I mean, this is far out, but then like Transformers is coming up, and oh uh, no, cl- closer up, uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which I am excited. <laughs> oh, that, about. Con- that, that looks good. Cool. That looks so good. So yeah, uh, follow us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Big Movie Mouth Off. Uh, we got free stuff, and I get to be a jackass on there. It's fun. <laughs> Dawn, and, of, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes looks so good. They, have you seen the action figures? Oh no. Yeah, there's like three action figures. There's like Caesar, and there's like two other people. I don't know, but. They actually, they look Caesar good. and a couple of dudes. <laughs> no, they're all they're all apes. Oh. oh, you can't go wrong with monkey toys. Monkey toys, a little, a little with painted cl- faces. Yeah. A little clip of the uh, the lawgiver 
which makes me very happy. Yeah. It's the orangutan writing down the laws. He's, on the he's one of the figures. Yeah. Well, that's that's big for people. Uh, your Planet of the Apes. Oh, your classic Planet oh, of the Apes. Really? The, the, the lawgiver. That's that's Dr. Uh, is it Zayas? Dr. Zayas. No, Dr. he was not no, the lawgiver. No. No. No, but still. the lawgiver was just that statue. Yeah, yeah. But he was in the. He was, when they went back in time. They they oh, actually. Beyond. Yeah, they. Would, well, he, was, he he was. They never gave him a proper name, but he was teaching children. It yeah. was it was in one of the classic episodes. Yeah. Uh, Abe shall not kill Abe. You know, and the lawgiver wrote. And they're like, and they're like he's like writing it in the. Yeah, he's writing it on a wall on the trailer. Yeah. Oh, that looks good. Yeah. So yeah, uh, big movie mouth off, and then watch me on KUTV every Saturday and Sunday morning uh, on the news. Because there's a statue of the lawgiver in the classic Planet of the Apes series, and I always thought if I could have a statue in my backyard, That'd be I cool. would want that. I could, right? You know, you should just start do a Kickstarter. Please, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Carrie. I'm. I don't really have much to do. I'll I'll go in the backyard and build that statue for you. I've got a mini- <laughs> I've got a miniature version of it that yeah, you I'll can just use, use that. to to make. I'll just big. Use that. I need right. some wood. Cool. And right. some plaster of Paris. And some ape. And some ape. <laughs> and some, some ape chunks. <laughs> <laughs> we throw in a few more cups of ape. Come on, Carrie. You know some, where you can get some ape chunks. <laughs> cups of ape. All right. Ew. Ew. You. And uh, over there, James Whitaker. How's everybody doing? Greetings and salutations. Hope everyone is having a pleasant morning. Uh, pleasant tomorrow. There he goes mocking us. Yes. Um, it's, it's nice to hear from you, Jay. Yeah, thank you. Thank yes. you. Uh, follow me on the Twitter. Uh, at... <laughs> Token J, T O K E N J A Y, and please check my website, jwhitakercomedy.com. Also, I have a great announcement. You guys are going to, all you comedy it's like fans. It's it like sounds like me on KUTV. I'm just like, he's, mad. Mad. he's like, you ever notice how white people dance like this? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you talk like that. Whoa, you talk like that, and we'll talk. <laughs> Don't knock down Jeff. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, guys, June 26th. I want you to mark your calendars right now. Because we're going to have a pleasant time. June 26th, Thursday night, 7.30 p.m., $5, a bunch of jokes. I'm going to be telling them. You guys are going to have a great time. <laughs> free hugs, free compliments for everybody. It's going to be a grand time. Y'all better come out, motherfucker. <laughs> Don't you hate it when your American Express Brat card gets denied? Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would like a show where you do just go to each person in the audience and give them a compliment. Why, why are you trying to cra- cash in on Wayne Brady's act? Because... Hey man, he's fucking Wayne Brady. Dude. Just, a, just a compliment for every person in the audience. And that is you, a- sir. Are very tall. Yeah, you you are very tall. <laughs> you are very tall. You could reach all right. type of things. You could help us as, out. As a stand up fan, if I was in the back, I'd be like I paid five dollars for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's experimental. I know I'm fucking tall. <laughs> it's experimental comedy. It's a new thing. All right. Hey, Hardwick did it. Fuck it. Yeah. Is that what he did for real? No, no, he didn't oh. do it. No, it, it was a great like, really? show. It was a great show, but he did some crowd work, and it was actually yeah. pretty funny. He was complimenting everyone. Uh, <laughs> Lee George Kate. Hi. Frish. Frish. Eatery. It's uh, we're on uh, 13th South and State Street, and we'd love to see you come down. Uh, just see what we can do with food to make you happy in your tummy place. My tummy place. Oh yeah, lots. It turns out lots of people have unhappy tummy places, so we can give you a happier tummy place. <laughs> Just like that. See, that that's sounds the, like that's the unhappy tummy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he was acting. Acting. I am the unhappy tummy. I imagine it would sound something like this. Now I am not really a tummy. <laughs> know that I am not a tummy. I am pretending to be a tummy, and that is acting. All right, acting. Uh, Mr. B. Shannon Who is who is? <laughs> what the that? fuck? What kind of what kind of high note was that shit? 
Now they've closed down the set. Set is closed, motherfuckers. For the summer. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Close for the summer. Close, Close for the Close summer. summer. Where am I going to get my Tokido rolls? I don't I give a fuck. <laughs> where, where, where am I going to get my narcotics in the back? I don't give a shit. Um, as a fan of Juggalo culture, where am I going to go to talk about Juggalo culture? The fucking library. Okay. Oh, okay. Now, that's where, actually, that's where they're at all the time. <laughs> really? Hi. I'm just riding around on a, like, looking like an idiot on a blue trike. <laughs> in tribute. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm, a, I'm planning on spraining my ankle later. He, he calls it tribute. Uh, our uh, producer and designated driver, you, sir, are very tall. Yes. Yeah. I paid five dollars for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dogs, what it is? Oh, oh, you see that? You see that? Oh, it's too trill, Tony. Oh, it's, it's too. Oh tall. yeah, no, it's not. Because remember, it's quadruple T. Oh, that's yeah, right, quadruple, quadruple T. But also, too his, tall, his, trill, Tony. <laughs> His six hours ran out a long time ago. Hey, I'm all up in this, his house. <laughs> God, it's just awkward. Yeah. It really is. I, believe, I feel dirty. I believe he is, he's, he's trying to explain to you folks that he, he has walked inside. Oh, and he's British now? I know, why are you British now? <laughs> I'm not really sure. <laughs> he's walked inside your domicile. And has decided it's, to. It's, it's Downton Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> I think they call it Downton Homie. Downton Homie. <laughs> hey, y'all be. I say Downton Compton, but still. And the name of the episode. Oh, is... that's Compton Abbey. Compton Abbey? Yeah. <laughs> I like Compton Abbey. Compton Abbey. <laughs> y'all be tripping up Welcome in here. Welcome to Compton Abbey. <laughs> y'all be tripping up in here. Now, you motherfuckers gotta clean up this manor! <laughs> Guys, everyone calm down. That armoire looks like shit! <laughs> everyone seems to be in, in, a, in a very, very perturbed. I'm gonna. Told you not to call me Toby! <laughs> I'm gonna F your couch. <laughs> no, I said do not call me Toby. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. Oh, man. Oh, oh, you guys in our day. Oh, oh so yeah, Mr. Kerry Jackson. Oh, yeah, it's getting <laughs> hot in here. Are you sure you want to claim hot in here? Are you sure you want to claim ownership of this? Perhaps you'd like to take off all your clothes. <laughs> I'm feeling so hot. You can I'm going to I'm take, going my, to take clothes my clothes off. off. You can take off your cummerbund. <laughs> <laughs> D's nuts. Your well, that's no your father. Really just say D's nuts. <laughs> your father's yeah. going to be yeah. disgusted. I'm so sorry when he sees your pussies busted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God! What? Because me so horny. <laughs> what? What? It's your birthday. Drop it. Like it's hot. Compton Abbey, everyone. Oh go. shit! Um, Scott Pierce had to uh, had to take off, the, uh, but he, he did tell us before he left that he saw the Flash pilot for the CW. Jealous. How quick was it? He said it was uh, uh, over uh, quickly. Uh, no, he he said that it was quite good. Nice. And and I've been reading that because that uh, dude hates everything. But his concern is, where do you go from here? He said it's always easy to do an origin story, but oh, where do yeah, you go yeah. from here? Well, why they, technically, but, why are they doing an origin story? We all they well, already did it. I'll well, bet it's more of a they, look what I can do with my powers now that no, I realize they're going to have powers. powers. Did, but they, 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 they even showed in, yeah. in the extended trailer. They kind of show he's been in a coma for nine months, yeah. and and as he is getting used to being around, he starts doing things like his hand is yeah. vibrating really hard, and, and he can. Break oh, the sound barrier. Speaking of that, just because you just reminded me, like the Quicksilver and X Men oh, just so banging cool. the glass. Yes. 
Yes. Yes. I'm, I still haven't seen that movie. Really? What? Oh, we need to go. I was going to see it last okay. Monday night. Well, okay, I'll, okay. I, I'll, I'll go, go with you. I'll, I'll go with you. Yeah, we should go. I want to see it again. Yeah, I want to see it again. Shit, you guys. I mean, I'll be honest. I think it's the best X-Men movie. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, I would say it is. I think so. I mean, two's just. I, mean, I love two. Two is good. Two is good. Great. I think. I think you may be right. I think. I think this is the best X Men. Plus, first class. First class is really. Good. I first really. Classes, yeah. I really liked first class. Yeah, it's I, better than first class, though. I think it's the best movie of the X Men. I think series. I, for me, just you know, like, well, they just shake it up so much. Oh, when so you go good. when you went into first class, you didn't know what to expect. I mean, this could blow. I mean, mm. after Origins and all that, and it was fantastic. So when you come you come into this and you got Brian Singer coming back. You were kind of like, yeah, I think this is going to be good. I you was know. a little afraid it was going to suck because the really? last couple of movies he's done haven't been that great. Well, definitely Jack and Jack the Giant Slayer was <laughs> that, sucked. That, I, yeah. I saw that. My family was in town for my birthday. My, and my dad, I took my family to it. My dad looked at me and he goes, yeah, I don't envy your job. <laughs> <laughs> to quote my good friend Terrence, he said, "That's because he, he watched Jack the Giant Slayer. He said, that's the type of movie you use as a weed play. You break weed on that shit. Like, <laughs> what? Like yo, like it, that, that's like a disrespectful thing. Like you use, like if, if in, in in you know if if somebody breaks weed on your on yeah. your album or your movie, yeah, that's like disrespectful to like yo, fuck it. That's like a coaster. Breaks you know? weed. God, we well, gotta like break, you breaking gotta, wind. No, you gotta. No, you, you roll you, like you roll up. I love you his roll, culture. You roll, you roll trees. On it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you roll trees on the, you in grab the abbey. <laughs> oh, now I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of people's culture, you I had think, to make it whiter. I think my aunt Lori's drinking today. Uh-huh. <laughs> Getting a few uh, <laughs> messages. Yeah, she just sent me a message going. So, did you go to school today? <laughs> 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 and I sent her a message said, "It's Sunday, honey." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, you are in Utah. <laughs> All right. Let's see. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. Uh, let's see. A couple of quick things, uh, and then we'll take a break. And then I, I want you guys to weigh in on something that made the Internet explode a few days ago. Well, a few weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Well, that's what we talked about all through the last show. Yeah. That's- yeah. Well, the, there was another thing. Oh, other things um, happened last week? Yeah. Uh, a couple of quick things. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's new show, The Strain, will premiere on FX July uh, 13th. God, I fucking hope it's better than the books. The you first book like was the book? good. The first book was phenomenal. The uh-huh. first book was creepy. It was one of those things where you read certain parts of it, and you just close the book, and you go, I'm not uh-uh. sleeping in Because Gina is reading the books, and she loves them. The first book's great. The second book is goodish. And the third Goodish. book, you just kind of go. Eh, I would have just, I would have just done two are there, books. Are there only three? There's three books, and and there's there's stuff that happens in the third book that's kind of cool, but it's not a whole book worth of cool stuff. But that first book, it's fucking cool. You, you could do you could do a whole season just off of two or three chapters really? of, of stuff, especially when you get there's a there's a. There, uh, the whole thing is a plane lands at GF, uh, JFK, mm-hmm. and the power goes out all over the city, and a plane lands during that time. And the CDC gets called out because there's been no response from the plane. And so they, they get on the plane and everybody's dead. And there's just this fine ectoplasmic mist all over the plane. This is like an episode of Fringe. But beyond that. Okay. So they find, they find four or five people. I can't remember exactly how many were. There are four or five people that are still kind of alive on the plane. And so they take them to a CDC quarantine area and they're burying whatever they can with the bodies. And the, the people wake up. And one of them is like a Marilyn Manson style rock star. 
and he's having his Marilyn Manson style oh, yeah. rock star orgy at his at his place when he goes into the bathroom after snorting coke off a whore's ass, whatever it is that he's doing. And he, well, he's, you do. he's looking in the mirror, and his and his and, and his hair's falling out, and he starts messing with his eyes and his teeth, and he's got. They have stinger tongues. That's how they feed. They have a proboscis on the end of their tongue. So oh, the yeah. tongue lashes out and just burrows into people and just starts sucking on the blood. So, so oh. like vampire kind of thing? Or? Yeah, they're yeah. very much vampires. Ah. So he's, he's, looking in the, he's looking in the mirror and his eyes are starting to go dark and, and bloodshot. And he just looks towards the, the he looks out of the bathroom where the whores are waiting for him because, you know, he's a rock star, right? And whores wait. And he's like, yeah, I'll be right there. It's just, it's chilling. Nice. <laughs> it's absolutely chilling. And there's... I- one of the main characters is a is an old uh, concentration camp survivor who this very same vampire that's the the master of all these vampires uh, fed off of everyone in the concentration camp. He was a strigoi that lived in, <laughs> that lived outside wow. the concentration camp. I gotta would, read this. He would sneak oh. in oh, during the first that's crazy. Super good yeah, he would oh, sneak man. in during the night and uh, and uh, feed on the on the old on the old uh, Jewish victims that were there. Oh, and crazy. then they, he had he had Gestapo that would burn the bodies to hide the evidence. So this guy goes to fight him one night. He's a he's a I can't remember what he did. He did something with his hands, and, and so the guy cripples him, makes him watch while he feeds on everybody in the room. No. What did he do? Oh, what did cool. he do with his hands? He cripples him. He mangles his hands. He just crushes him because he knows that that that's what he does to do his living. So here you got 2012, 2010, 2007 when the books written. You got this old guy, old Ephraim, Ugh, old Ephraim. He's, he's all gnarled, ruined Whoa. hands, and he's hunting this vampire. You know, so oh, so, oh, so the books are recent good. then. Books like two thousand five, two thousand six. I remember interviewing him for the for the yeah. first book. Oh, really? You know? But uh, I'm not. That's not. That's not the thing I'm excited about that he's doing. That animated movie looks amazing. Which one? The the Day of the Dead movie that he's doing. They're uh, changing the title here in America. That Guillermo's doing to the Book of. Uh, yeah, the Book of the Dead or something like that. The Book of hmm. the Book of Life. It's out. It's Book of Life. It's out soon. Book of Life. Yes, those or are something. Two like big that. differences there. Yeah. Yeah. No, they. You know, we we shy away from those things. It looks gorgeous. It's 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 digital animation, but it looks like traditional puppetry, and so you can like see. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's really? So, so mm-hmm. amazing looking. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Anything that guy touches is just unique. Is the one word you can use. I yeah. Mean, so, uh, we were uh, in bed the other night. Pacific Rim was on, and we were just kind of looking at it, you know, as you're falling know, asleep. Really nice laying there with you. Thank you. Did you hear Lee have an orgasm across the valley? I'm trying to fall asleep. He's all, you know. But today, at the end. Now, I've got a pretty big TV in my bedroom. Of course you do. That's what she said. Oh, I thought I thought it was going somewhere else. Oh. <laughs> but I was kind of I was watching it going this movie needs to be seen on a gigantic oh, yeah. screen. Oh yeah. Period, you know? I'd say the same thing with Godzilla. And yes. yeah, Godzilla. Yeah. It's just some of them some of them the vision is the theater, and that's it. You know, mm-hmm. it it does kind of bum me out when I think about people watching this kind of shit on their phone. Well, it's weird because <laughs> oh, that's yeah. what that's or where we're at yeah. now as a, as a society. Most people are watching either on their phones or their tablets. Yeah, and I'm like a movie like Pacific Rim or Godzilla. You just you can't. Con- it's it's doing it a disservice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, easy. That's why within the next couple of years, I think you're going to see something really cool with the VR headsets coming out in the oh, next I, five years or actually, so because you're not going to have to 
watch it on the nine inch screen or a five well, the, inch screen. You just put these goggles on. The Sony, the Sony goggles, the Sony goggles that are coming out now. People are like, oh, it's for gameplay. And they're like, no, we're actually no, talking about something that will give you a uh, literally your entire field of perception yeah. surround vision surround for it's, a movie. It's I for, can't. It's for both. It'll be for games yeah. and for movies. I mean, I can't vision it. I mean, I, I'm ex- I'm excited. I've heard about it, but like, there's just something about a theater. No, I love a theater. Right, the experience is different, but at least with these, you'll feel more like you have to move your eyes, like to you're see immersed the whole, in it, kind yeah. of thing. Okay. complete, complete immersion. It's like stand. It's like being in the IMAX theater. I mean, the first time I saw a movie in IMAX was Pacific Rim, which, yeah. by the way, sold me on the format completely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, IMAX 3D is a beautiful thing. But it's, imagine, yeah. imagine putting on goggles that give you that entire field of vision experience no. and surround sound on top of it with the headphones built in. Yeah, but that's you know that's kind of something I wanted to do every week is maybe do a uh, you know thing. Vice would have loved. So those goggles, uh, they just announced that they figured out how to do matter teleportation. I just read this. I thought it was data teleportation. No, they, they transported a molecule about 10 feet. Oh, really? Rematerialized a molecule. <laughs> that's going to take forever to get shit around. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how it starts, dude. That's how it starts. We're moving a paperclip. I'll see you in a month. Well, no. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, like when, when we go to the, the, the screenings um, in the IMAX theater, there's mm-hmm. one seat that I sit in. Because it is a perfect, you know. Oh, I, that's that's the other thing vision. about that that Pacific Rim experience is yeah. it's the first time I was sitting there and you're like, Lee, sit here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was like the little Martians well, in Toy I've Story. Seen, I've seen some other kids. I'm like, ah, and, get up. And that seat was wet after that screen. <laughs> it was you know, beyond wet, dude. Know. It got, oh, they had to throw it out. Uh, it got it got kaiju'd. <laughs> it's like K two, K three. K four, K six. What happened to that middle one? They call the missing one K five. And then uh, let's see, Glenn Mazzara, who used to work on Walking Dead, is uh, prepping up another uh, TV series, The Omen. Uh, oh, really? Yes, that hmm. that Based the, off Omen. the old movie, yeah. mm-hmm. the little kid. Uh, it's uh, it's 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 entitled Damien, and it centers on the film's young boy Damien Thorne. Now now an adult, haunted by his past, Damien is faced with a series of macabre events and must finally face his true destiny that he is the Antichrist. I did it I did it all for you. And uh, what channel is that showing on there, Carrie? I see. Lifetime. Uh yeah. The Hallmark <laughs> channel. Wait, what so, channel is it? Lifetime. Seriously? Get the fuck out. You guys no, it's seen, not. Did you ever see the original Omen? Shut really the front lifetime? door. Yeah. I was totally fucking around. Oh, Shut lifetime. the front door and the back and go around. And- See, here's the thing. Lifetime, <laughs> is, lifetime wants to break out of this mold that they have. But uh, I, I'm not giving I'm, I married I'm, my I'm, brother. I'm freaking out because I was totally fucking with you. Like, I was like, oh, this will, you know. No. Lifetime. Um, they're they're trying to break out of this mold of all they have is, like, you know, Sally Struthers and Where's my, Valerie Bertinelli. Yeah, you know. somebody give me back my daughter. Well, no, it's, uh, it's called oh not, not Without My Daughter, I'll have you know. Like the girl was, who was kidnapped. In, no, that, that was the knockoff, like sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> What's the girl's who got, the little girl who got kidnapped in Utah years ago? Elizabeth Smart. Elizabeth Smart. Like, yeah. they, they had a movie, like, <laughs> like six this months is, after they found her. Like, you know, I yeah. think and it was awful. No, it was, our, is, it was uh, on the air that night. This is a stupid <laughs> move for Lifetime, if you ask me. They have their bread and butter built-in audience, and they're going to alienate all of them if they start putting on stuff like this. this is nobody, true. nobody thinks I want to watch a show about the Omen, so I'm going to turn on Lifetime. There's no way this but, is going to work. But do you go to a channel for shows? I, I go for shows. I don't go to the channel for right. Shows, yeah, no. I, but, I look but for. Do, 
But I look for... From, keep in mind, we're going you know, to American movie classics well, to watch it, Walking Dead. Exactly. True. Also, yeah, yeah. I am not a young Latino male, but I go to El Rey for from... Dust till dawn. The which series, is a mm-hmm. much better show than I thought. So okay, yeah. so I guess I guess if they had a really really good marketing campaign, yeah, I think they in, might be able exactly. To pull it off. I think in these days you do search for it's, shows, you're going to do especially, especially it's going to be if, hard though. Okay, that's, okay there's you, always that you guys watch, lifetime. Have you guys watched the the Omen movies? Yeah, one, two, yeah, and three. Yes. Okay, well, the, the first, uh, especially the third one's freaky because it's is it Sam Neill. He's the president. Yeah. He's yeah. the president of the United States, and he's got this order of of uh, of Christian monk assassins chasing him down to try to kill him. They have these seven daggers they're going to kill him with. Mm-hmm. But the first couple of movies, especially in the first movie, you feel for his mom because she really wants to protect him. But then you've got all the all of the what was the the nanny that hung herself. I did it all for I you. Did it Damien. all for you, Damien. Oh. And she throws herself out the window during his birthday party. <laughs> that was, I think, the second Jeez. one. This sounds yeah. like a typical Lifetime movie. Yeah. Well, no, but that's the thing is you can play up on the drama for the mother. Yeah. You really can. And then, then it is your But it says it's him older. How much older? So then, then it's Omen 2. Because in Omen 2, he was in that military camp, and he's learning how to be a soldier, and he converted all his kids to be his Gestapo. My guess yeah. is it'll be teen angst, Damien. Well, he said adult in there, didn't you? Uh, young adult. Young adult. Okay. So mm-hmm. he's probably 19. So I'm glad they're not doing the kid thing again, 21. because, like... I don't know. But they I'm, could do, get, I'm getting done with that with like Gotham, like kind of Bruce play. Wayne. They, yeah. they could do some really, they could do some really cool flashbacks. I mean, that's the whole thing is those Dobermans show up and just start protecting them. Yeah. Oh, the Elman movies were awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, buy into the conceit that he's the son of the devil, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. for a guy like me, I sure. grew up with that stuff, so it was kind of entertaining. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, we ju- uh, for the record, I just yes. want everyone in this room and our listeners to know: yes, we just talked about the Lifetime Channel, so. Yes, <laughs> but it was it about it was about the Antichrist as well. But <laughs> which I feel it. Even. I feel it's the same thing. <laughs> I was going to say, let's find a difference there. That's true. After, After these messages, messages we'll, we'll be right back. Doctor Volt's Comic Connection has all kinds of great things planned for you for the month of June. They're at twenty forty three East, thirty three hundred South in Salt Lake. They're open seven days a week. New from DC and Jeff Johns, renowned artist John Romita Jr. JRJ starts his run on Superman this month. Mm, be nice to see how he draws Superman. Fans of the '60s TV show will rejoice that Batman '66 and the Green Hornet have teamed up again in comic book form. It's a continuation of their first team up back in '76. Really? Okay, uh, but it's written by Kevin Smith. Uh, it's very, very cool. Also uh, coming back to comic stores uh, is Tiny Titans, an all-new, all-ages series by uh, Art Baltazar and uh, Franco. Uh, so go in and enjoy, enjoy this fan favorite book. Also, if you're a fan of the movie Big Trouble in Little China, there's a comic book continuation of the story. Long, uh, a long-awaited sequel to the film. So go and see him. Dr. Volts for all your toys and games and gear. 2043 East, 3300 South. They are the friendly comic book store in Salt Lake City. We'll see you there on Wednesday. For the month of June, our friends at Cabin Fever are appealing to the geek, the meek, and the freak in each and every one of us just arrived. For the geek, uh, these collectible bags, purses of original My Little Pony stuff. Uh, Brand new My Neighbor Totoro bento boxes from Japan. Pop vinyl horror collection uh, featuring Sam from Trick or Treat, Ash, Boomstick included, uh, Captain Spaulding, It, and of course, Chucky, Chucky, Chucky. Star Wars Metal Earth model kits, a new selection of tin signs that are going fast, Doctor Who posters of a 
drive for the meek. A new selection of greeting cards purchased in New York are exclusive to Cabin Fever. A fun selection of Pride and Rainbow merchandise. Retro games including Trouble, Sorry, and Twister. And for the Freak, a hilarious collection of punk country, rock and roll, and gangster rap coloring books. Yes, uh, and more. Go see them. Cabin Fever's been around m- longer than most of us, and the addition of the movie and music memorabilia has made Cabin Fever one of a kind. Laugh at their new card selection, gasp at their naughty bits, or just chat with Dave about exploitation and B-movie films. Uh, Cabin Fever is there to please. Salt Lake City, 700 East, 600 South, in the heart of Trolley Square, it's Cabin Fever. <laughs> Broken news. Uh, welcome to the episode Compton Abbey. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The name of the episode so, is Compton I'm Abbey. actually sober enough to remember that title. <laughs> why we named it that. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> normally like, I don't, I don't know why we do that. The uh, broken news uh, joining us, uh, of course, uh, Jimmy and uh, Jay. Mm-hmm. Hello. And myself. I mean, your sandwich. And uh, <laughs> and uh, two is it two trill tall Tony or is it it's two quadruple tone quadruple T? Where does the quadruple. trill fit? Is I it? Uh, I think it's two, the third word. Two tall trill Tony. Two and, tall trill Tony. That makes it's more it's sense. The greatest thing ever. <laughs> uh, anyway, my, my so. name just gets longer and longer. <laughs> it does. It does. Now next week's episode is uh, going to we'll have a, we'll have a broken new segment at the beginning of it. Oh, okay. But then the rest of the episode will be the uh, the fan X. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, what was the question again, Tim? Uh, episode. What was the question? Yep. Which is a, kind of a history of of uh, the podcast and, uh-huh. and all that, and then the whole crew is there, except for of course Scott. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that'll be next week's episode. But uh, this week we're uh, we, we we're catching up. We got some broken news, and and Jimmy saw all the movies, all of well except for one, except for which. Oh yeah, you didn't go see the Cancer Kids movie. I just didn't feel like being bummed the fuck out. I don't blame you. Yeah, do you want to go see that? No, <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I'm I w- sure it's fantastic. <laughs> I went and saw Edge of Tomorrow last night, and uh, there must have been a showing of that ending right before Edge of Tomorrow started because you could see the crying girls going right into the bathroom. <laughs> I'd be oh. one of them too. So. Now, oh, they just saw the cancer movie. At the time of this recording, it's a, this is Saturday evening. Uh, the projections are <laughs> that I'm seeing, and this, this could be different by the time you hear this. Yeah, that the Cancer Kids movie is going to beat Edge of Tomorrow at the box office. Wow. And, and I can't. Well, okay, okay. I can't say that's bad or good because I haven't seen Fault in Our Stars. But what I will say, if we want to re- review Edge of Tomorrow real fast, yeah. uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, this is Tom Cruise. The first thing I want to say is because the first when I say it's good, people go, "Oh, no. Tom Cruise made a good movie." Okay, fuck off. Yeah, Tom Cruise yeah. has not made a bad movie in a. I can't remember even a bad movie. I mean, I never saw was it Lions versus now oh, Gates? I don't know Lions versus Angels or what the hell it was. It was like a few years ago. Yeah, it was like a drama. Yeah, but let's go back for a minute. Oblivion. I liked it. Decent. Mm-hmm. Ghost Protocol, badass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Miss Possible 3, fine. Yes. People like Valkyrie, yeah, you know, it was all right. It wasn't a piece of shit, but it wasn't terrible. Well, let's see, you've missed Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher was really good. Yeah. He was great. Day and night. Movie. Yeah, night, day. Night and day, night, like, whatever. he's whatever. okay in it, but, you know, again, like, it's still not terrible. Is that, it wasn't is that, bad. Is it that was the funny. one where he's a hitman? It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, Cameron it's Diaz. him and Cameron Diaz. It's where Cameron Diaz is the problem. Which yeah. is the one where he was the bad guy? You cl- collateral. Which, yeah, which he was really fucking which good Which I actually enjoyed him. In. Yeah, so, like, and I started looking at, like, his IMDb page going down, and, like, I've, <clears throat> I finally reached, like, Top Gun, and I was like, <laughs> What the fuck? 
fuck are people giving him so much shit for? And then it hit me. Last Samurai it's, No, it's the Scientology and the couch jumping. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. all this craziness off I love Katie Holmes. No, so, that's, that's, the, that's the thing. Is it, it Mission Impossible, was it three? J.J. Abrams. Was J.J. Was Abrams. You had uh, another... Philip, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman as the bad guy. And he was fantastic. And it was terrific. And, and I was able to lose myself in the movie enough yeah. that I didn't think about... Jumping on the couch in Scientology. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but it bugs the shit out of me when people say that. Yeah. And I think, you know, and, and I think your report right there says it with the box office. People yeah. are just like, I don't want to see Tom Cruise. Exactly. Like, well, fine. And, you know, yeah, I know he said some shitty things, but you know what? Russell Crowe's a fucking asshole, but he's a really good actor. <laughs> yeah, so. same with Mel Gibson. <laughs> well, Mel Gibson's a little bit more. I mean, Russell Crowe just throws pho- phones at people. Mel Gibson's just a shitbag, but, <laughs> you know. But. But uh, no, that's the thing. You know why I think it's not doing as well, and this is just the marketer in me. Sure, the name. Yeah, it's the, a, the, original, yeah. the original name. name it's, of the, uh, it is forgettable. It it's, it's a time ba- to kill. No, all no, you no. need is kill. All you yeah, need all is, you is kill. kill. It's based yeah, yeah. on it's based on a manga, yeah. manga uh, graphic novel, yeah. graphic novel. And I thought that name, yeah, clunky for a second. Sure. Mm. And then once the announcer says it in the commercial a few t- hundred times, yeah. America will be fine with it, mm-hmm. and they'll remember it. it. And it was named that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll remember that title. They won't remember Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, Edge of Tomorrow sounds like a dr- dramatic, sounds romantic like a s- movie. Soap yeah, opera. Fall type I've, heard, I've heard soap opera, and I've also heard it sounds like a James Bond movie. Yeah. yeah, that's oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I didn't Definitely. think about it that way. Yeah. Jimmy and I saw it together. Yeah. And Shannon. It um, fucking great. I thought it was it's, really good. Here's what's funny. about uh, it. If you don't know it, it's Tom Cruise, who he plays like a PR rep for the military. Mm-hmm. And basically, they're going to have a, a, a PR stunt because... Because a meteorite has hit the Earth, and these aliens called mimics, which I don't know why they're called mimics, because they don't look like us. They just mm. look like pissed off spaghetti balls. They don't yeah. mimic anything. <laughs> no. And so I don't it's know why they call sense. them that. But so uh, he finds out that he's going to be at the, the on the forefront, you know, uh, of this war, yeah. of the of the last battle, because they think they can win this thing, and he's going to be the poster boy. You know, like anybody can do it. Because yeah, I've only got an ROTC background. I'm going to do this. Well, they drop him on 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 the on the sands. And how how long does he make it? Three minutes, maybe yeah. tops. Yeah. You know, Three and he just four. gets killed immediately. Now, there's a, the way he dies the first time is what sets off this motion. Yes. I, w- I don't want to ruin it, but so it, next thing you know, he wakes up. It's the day before. Bill Paxton, who is fantastic Paxton. as his like his commanding officer, <laughs> and screaming black dude sergeant is yeah. also yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Get off the I don't know his it. name. I don't know his name, but screaming black dude sergeant. Yeah. Um. And then so. Okay, now I do it again. Again, they he he says everything. I've, I've, I feel I've done this before. I feel I've done this before. They're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And they throw him back on the beach. Well, dies again, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, okay, something's up. And then Emily Blunt's in there, and she, without ruining much, she may know what's going on or not. Um, I would say in this because people try to figure out like how many times Bill Murray died or, or woke up in a wow. Groundhog Day. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Well, anyway, I think I've heard like forty, fifty somewhere around there. I think Tom Cruise dies about fifteen thousand times yeah. in this movie. Yeah. And that's not a joke. No. Like, I really think he dies that many times because huh. they take their liberties where, like, you think you're, you're in a new scene that you haven't seen before. Right. And he's acting like he's like, oh, I've been here. And yeah. Like, oh, he's done it. And all of a sudden, he gets killed again. Like yeah. that. And you're like, oh, shit. You know? <laughs> so he's got to do it again. It's um, Not only is it really good action-wise, and that's all the commercials saying, this movie is funny as shit. We it were is laughing funny. our ass off. It's, yeah. Oh, we were on, the, like, just ground, like, laughing. Like, Shannon was losing his shit. You know, and that's what they're not pushing. And yeah. I don't know really how you push that in a trailer. Yeah. Because you kind of kind of have to go one way or the other. Well, because it mean, just looks so cool. Yeah. I mean, the visuals are fantastic. Yeah. You know, and I, speaking of visuals, Emily Blunt doing yoga. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> see, There's that one scene where you'll see it over and over, and you're like, thank 
God, this is fucking See, Groundhog Day. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I love Scarlett Johansson yeah. as Black Widow. Yeah. But Emily Blunt was supposed to be Black Widow. Oh, and really? she turned it down. Them planks, oh. though. I mean, oh, oh my that God. That would have been fascinating. She does, uh, what is that, Upward Dog? Yeah. Where she gets off the ground? Yeah. They call it Upward good. Boner. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, you upward, see it so many times. Upward Facing Dog. And, and that means Jim from The Office is the happiest member of The Office. Oh, God. And for all you Tom Cruise haters, because I know there's a lot of Tom, people that hate Tom Cruise, this yeah. is why you should see this movie. And I, I, I retweeted this because I saw it, and it was perfect. Uh, from this guy, at Sean Spree, S-H-A-W-N, Spree. Mm-hmm. I paid ten fifty for a movie ticket to watch Tom Cruise die continuously for two hours. I would have paid a hundred dollars to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> so for all you for all you Tom Cruise haters, this is the movie for you. He dies a yeah. hundred times. One of the things I think I liked about that movie a lot was the fact that it seemed like Tom Cruise wasn't in control in the movie. And in all the other movies I've seen him in, he's always been the guy that's been in control, knows yeah. what to do every yeah. time. Yeah, and I like that aspect about this. Yeah, movie. I mean he's he's a he stranger in a strange land. Yeah, yeah, he played more of an everyday man, more of a stranger. But yeah. he still has yeah. that. I, I love that he still has that. Dude, I'm 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 fucking Tom Cruise. You know, like that that yeah. Tom Cruise cockiness about him. Like once <laughs> once he's done that day so many times. Yeah. he tells everyone what's going on. He's like, like, okay. I, I, See, but I, I'll even give him this, though, because there are times when, when that guy gets killed, he screams like a bitch, and yeah, it's oh, hilarious. Yeah. Oh, he just yeah. sounds like a little girl like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, so, and, and it happens multiple times. And, you know, he, he can play that character, that uh, everyman. He did in, yeah. uh, in uh, War of the Worlds. Yeah. And I yeah. thought that was really good. Yeah. I, I, See, that's another I one. He was good at. War of the Worlds. And that's uh-huh. not, I mean, I didn't love War of the Worlds. Again, yeah. Yeah. wasn't horrible. Yeah. It wasn't horrible. <laughs> it was very watchable. Yeah. So, yeah, so how many stars? Four. Four? Yeah. yeah. I was at three and a half when I walked out, and then Shannon and I just kept talking about yeah. it and talking. And because Shannon walked in, he's like, it's four. And I was like, wow, there's this. And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, man, I think that was on purpose and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I think you may be right. You know? And I was like, all right, man. So we, you know, four stars for that one. Cool. I was excited. Yeah, because we, we, like, we saw X Men. And yeah. you walked out of the movie feeling like, yeah, oh, that, was, that, was, that was that awesome. That was great. That was mm-hmm. cool. But we walked out of that movie like, dude, that was fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that's that's what I was like. That was just fun and completely unexpected. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. You know, the 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 humor of guessing it. the whole time. Yeah, yeah, it was the, good. The humor of it was really good. Uh, I still think X Men was better, but I but see the thing see, with X Men though. I, I I mean I think I can't remember what I gave X Men either four or three and a half. You but gave it three and a half. Three and, right? three and a half. Yeah. And so, um, but like. I, I, I want to see X Men again, but like I really want to see Edge of Tomorrow again. Yeah. Oh, see, like see, I'm like itching to get back in the theater and watch it again. It was the opposite for me. Once X Men credits rolled, I wanted to see it again right then. Yeah, and I uh, call those roller coaster movies because yeah. like when you get off the roller coaster, and you, you get right back on, get back in line. Yay. Edge of Tomorrow, I'd like to see it again too, yeah. but I don't have that same. After I saw X Men, I was just like, that is the coolest thing I've seen in years. Well, you're talking to the time travel freak. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, really good. And then the uh, the other one I wanted to mention real fast is uh, how to how a million ways to die in the West. Uh, Seth MacFarlane's. My boyfriend is my wife. My wife refers to Seth MacFarlane as, oh, your boyfriend. Your Oh, your boyfriend? My boyfriend. <laughs> um, you know, uh, he did Ted, what, has been, was it only a year, two years ago? A year, year and a half. A couple of years ago. Yeah. and um, Huge hit. Oh, fan- I mean, yeah. did it break records of like R-rated yeah, comedy? R-rated comedy, uh, huge money. So he, uh, so he returns to the screen with A Million Ways to Die in the West. Great cast. It's him, Charlize Theron, Liam Neeson, Sarah Silverman, Giovanni Ribisi. Uh, he plays basically a chicken shit sheep farmer who loses his girlfriend. Uh, you know, wants to leave the West cause he can't stand it. And then all of a sudden uh, a mysterious woman shows up in town played by Charlize Theron. And the thing about her though, is she's actually married to Liam Neeson. Who's the most feared 
you know outlaw in the West, but she hates her husband. Mm-hmm. You know, he's an abusive shit. So befriends Seth MacFarlane and basically has to teach him how to shoot because he has dueled, uh, has challenged a duel to Neil Patrick Harris, and he has one week to do it. <laughs> so it's you know it's a kind of a weak premise a little bit, but uh, the the biggest problem with this film it's just like four minutes shy of two hours long. Ooh. It, oh, oh, oh. It needs to be 90 minutes. See, yeah. I didn't know it was that long. It's long. Oh, Seth, you should know. This is a, <laughs> Shannon went to go see it with me at Bruvies, and you know he had a couple of beers with him, and he was like, hey, he told me afterwards, because he didn't have to do it, <laughs> about maybe with 30 minutes left, he was like, I got to pee. I got to pee. <laughs> and, he just, and he took off, and when he got back, it still had another 15, 20 minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Um, it's it is funny. There, I mean, and obviously it's it's Seth, so it's going to be really vulgar and, and crude humor. Mm-hmm. But there are times where it's like really just dumb crude humor. You know what I mean? Like just like being crude for the sake of being crude. And you're, you know, like oh great, that's a sheep dick. Okay, I guess <laughs> it just doesn't seem. I, I don't say Seth MacFarlane's above it because he does some corny shit every now and then. I mean, he had Flash Gordon. In the internet, come on, <laughs> yeah. but you know, it just it, it just seems like he was trying a little too hard. And what's funny is that the people who steal this movie away from Seth is Sarah Silverman. And Giovanni Ribisi as a couple, she's a whore who, on a slow day, has sex oh, with ten guys a day. Uh, Fuck yeah! <laughs> but she, she refuses to have sex with Giovanni Ribisi because they're Christians. So and they're and they're getting married. And they're gonna get well. No, they won't. Have, yeah, they okay. are gonna get married, but they won't have sex till they get married. Yeah, till they get married. So. Okay. So, um, it's. It sucks because like the the it almost feels like he was pulling his punches a little bit on sometimes. Yeah. Really, there's some dirty shit in there and some racist shit. Yeah, too. I heard about the racist shit. Yeah. I was just like Jesus. Well, like, I mean, you look at Blazing Saddles. There's racist shit in there. But yeah. again, it's the whole. It's just comedy, and it's it's like yeah. it's either we're either none of you are safe or we're all safe. You know, it's, it's exactly you know balls out or none. And so, I, and I'm all for that. You know, because if if anyone's gonna get offended during it, fine. You know, move on with your life. But. uh that's when he when he doesn't pull his punches is the funnier shit you know yeah. but it's when he just he does these weird quirky shit that it just I, I don't know if it's studio involvement or what but I don't know it was it was kind of a disappointment I just I don't think I'll watch it again for a long time <laughs> damn <laughs> I think I'll, I'll just watch Ted you know because Ted right. was fantastic Ted was funny all right so well I'm gonna go out and see it yeah I got well, your boyfriend I got to support my boyfriend <laughs> right anyway so, so like two two stars for yeah. that yeah. okay anything else um. No, like oh. I said, I didn't see fault, fault in your story. I think we reviewed Maleficent at the end of this episode. We we did review. Yeah, so we, we have. Sure. I think we have. Yeah, yeah it review. was. Yep. Yeah, that, that about sums it up. I yeah, don't know. You how, were bored by it. I don't know how that fucking movie is doing what it's doing. It's it's doing extremely well, and it's only at about fifty percent positive reviews. Is all I read. Uh, wow, yeah. it's I always see like weird, bizarre theories on movies and shit like that. But this one took you know actually took me by surprise. Someone compared the storyline to Maleficent to rape. What? Yeah. It's weird. And it's kind of like, what? Because basically her boyfriend drugs her, steals her wings, and then she wakes up days confused and then like feels like violated and then like walls herself off from society. And I'm like, okay. I mean, it's a stretch, but it's yeah. kind of fucked up, you know? Yeah. I mean, the way they wrote it, I was like, mm, okay. Okay, Walt <laughs> Disney. But I was well, like, they're, they're already talking about a sequel. Yeah, Have you guys seen uh, Mal? Yeah. Uh, Malfitty Cent. Malfitty Cent. They did it on Jimmy Kimmel, and it's Malfitty Cent. Malfitty Cent. Go. <laughs> like that. that shit was. <laughs> that was funny. Like, I like I, that. <laughs> yeah, that that's, was entertaining. That's, okay, I gotta look that up. Yeah, Malfitty Cent. Uh, let's see. Just a few things. Uh, again, some of these stories are playing catch up because of last week, but uh, we have. Uh, 
writer, director, producer, uh, showrunner for Daredevil, uh, Stephen S. DeKnight, uh, who worked on uh, Boner Fight, Ooh, Spartacus, Spartacus. Uh, screen somewhere, Buffy, and Angel. Okay, uh, he is the executive producer and showrunner. Uh, because uh, Drew Goddard and Drew Goddard wrote the first two episodes, even though he stepped down, he's he's still credited on the on the show as okay. as a producer, and he wrote the first two episodes. Uh, uh, he has now gone off to work on uh, the Sinister Six. Ooh! Because if if you think a Spider-Man movie has a villain problem, let's put five more in there. Yay! Let's do that. More is better, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm really wondering hey about man, that. The, 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 the romance is out, so. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, let's time. see more catching up. Uh, Josh Trank, once he is done with the Fantastic Four reboot, will be directing a Star Wars spinoff standalone film. I love they, they keep announcing these directors for these spinoffs, but they're not saying what the spinoffs are. They're not yeah. saying what it is. <laughs> He's going to make it, a movie. It might be a Boba Fett. It might be a Han Solo. It might be who knows. I hope it's Max Rebo. Because Gareth... <laughs> Like a Blues Brothers kind of remake? Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> Gareth Edwards, uh, Godzilla, is also going to do one of yeah. those. They've got him tapped. Uh, Doctor Strange has a director, uh, Scott Derrickson, uh, f- uh, finally. Did, so you get, we, did you get my text about that? No. Not excited. He's a, he's a horror uh, director. He directed Sinister, which, mm-hmm. meh, but he also directed the, the remake of The Day the Earth Stood Still. Oh, that Joe. was him? That was a piece of shit. And it was. And that's like the last two things he's done. I am not excited his about movie, that. His uh, movie, well, Deliver Us from Evil is due in July, and that's the, and, oh yeah, that's right. That's and the I was like, okay, then doing. if I get excited okay. with that, one, fine. All but right. was, what did I see about Jared Leto? Or supposed to? Be? Oh, oh, it's it's a rumor. It's, a rumor. Rumor? Yeah. it's just. They need fucking what's Littlefinger from Game of Thrones? Hey, you know he would be a good Doctor Strange. Mother, oh he? yeah, motherfucker looks just like him. He could definitely Lord pull Peter Baelish. That's good. Maybe. Mm, all right. I like him. Yeah. Um, it's better than fucking Jared Leto. Yeah. The guy that I just won know. an Oscar? Yeah, Jared Leto's pretty good. I, I just think... don't like... Doctor Strange shouldn't have beautiful blue eyes. <laughs> I think... <laughs> yeah. There's things called contacts. Yeah, we can put contacts I, I hope they cast older for Strange. Though. I was thinking yeah, that, too. That's what I said. I want him to be like... Yeah, I want like him... Matthew McConaughey. I want an older yeah. Doctor Strange. Exactly. Yeah. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. All right. I, I'll take care of you, Dread Door Mama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use the power of the gem of the Sidorak here. That's right. That smoke? That's pot smoke. That's, that's not... pot smoke. All right. God, all will right. you put a shirt on? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, and this is... Uh, 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 we do have a director for Ant-Man now. Yeah. Oh, I just, uh, I just yeah. saw that news. This just happened. Yep. Um, and I'm kind of sad. It was it, it, well. They they had Adam McKay in in the in the running. Ruben Fleischer and Ross and Marshall Thurber, all good choices. Mm-hmm. Adam McKay was the first to say no. And but, he's uh, yeah, but he did say he's going to help with the script. Okay, he said I'm going to help punch up the script, but I won't I won't direct it. So you you got that. So you got a funny guy doing that. It was down to Peyton Reed and David Wayne. Now I was pushing for David Wayne. Hmm. He knows he knows comedy. He's been directing uh, Children's Hospital and, and, and some TV shows. He's never done a movie before, but I thought that his outsider sense of comedy would, would really help. But they went with Peyton Reed. Peyton Reed is a director now. Uh, he, he's, he directs comedies. He, he, he's done Bring It On, Down With Love, The Breakup. Uh, 
Yeah. yeah. Jim then, Jim Carrey, uh, Yes Man, which will be out soon, I guess. Well, Yes Man, that's been out for a while. Has it been out for a while? Yeah, oh, yeah. with him and Zoe Deschanel. Okay, yeah. So, a guess years what? Ago. so he directed that. <sighs> yeah, none of those <laughs> yeah. are that great. And that's what I said. David Wayne, I thought, would have been a better choice. but uh, So he's Man. directing now. Wow. Uh, he also, more crimes against him, uh, he was uh, developing the Fantastic Four films at Fox hmm. uh, before Tim Story took over. Uh, so he's comic book friendly or comic book adjacent, but uh, I think David Wayne would have had a sharper sense of humor to bring into this. But, the only so. thing I'll give Peyton is that he uh, <laughs> he directed 13 episodes of the Back to the Future cartoon. Oh, he did, did he? <laughs> and, and he also directed, that shit. And he also directed three episodes of Mr. Show with Bob and David. Oh, okay, all right. That's the only thing I'll give you. I'm on board. Okay. I'm on board. All right, I'm back in now. I love but me with, some Mr. Show. <laughs> because that's, to me... The some of the best sketch comedy ever yeah. produced. Yeah. Period. That's uh, funny. All right, so I'll give him some points there. I just have nightmares about Bring It On because back yeah. in the day there weren't like you know you couldn't watch movies on your laptop or you know tablets and stuff when that movie was out. So you always had to watch the in-flight movie. Yeah. And I did a lot of flying that time. I saw that thing five times on an airplane. Oh. And I just couldn't. Mm. <laughs> I was like, oh god. Um, bring It On. It's already been brung. Now this, I found this. This is interesting. While we're on the subject of Marvel films and and the the potential problems that we've got in the future, <laughs> possibly. Remember this though. Marvel has just done what has never been done before. You ready for this? There may not be an Avengers movie out till 2015, but things are fine for Marvel Comics. 2014 looks to be their greatest year to date for the first time ever. Three movies originating from a single creative source are sitting atop the worldwide box office charts for the year to date. All of them Marvel. What's more fascinating about these three films is they are from three different studios. Oh, that's true. So you've got you've got Cap, yeah, which is from you. Marvel Studios, leading the way at seven hundred nine point three mil. Spider Man Two, close behind, <laughs> six hundred ninety mil, yeah. and X Men Days of Future Past, five hundred point two mil, and they've all made more than that since this sure. story was written. Are those international numbers or, or uh, just America? Those I believe are international. Okay, I think most likely sounds, um, sounds correct. Uh, the three are also the only films to break 500 mil worldwide so far this year. Oh, wow. And let's not forget Guardians is in August. Yeah. So yeah. that's all Marvel. You money, see, money, money, money. You seen those uh, Gar- Guardian Lego sets? <laughs> yeah, you were telling me about it. Oh, them. God. Lego's a genius because <laughs> there's three sets. There's like a $20 one. That, eh, who wants it? Then there's a $70, $75 one. It's the ship. Comes with Star Lord, Gamora, uh, Ronan, some other people, but it doesn't come with Rocket and Groot, and that's what you want. And that's in the forty-five dollars set. The forty-five dollars <laughs> set sucks. So basically, you'll pay forty-five bucks to get Rocket, Rocket and Groot. And Groot. <laughs> so shitty. <laughs> <laughs> but you will, jerks. I actually refuse. Is Rocket the same size as all the other ones? He's he better be. Rocket's smaller. a little bit smaller, and Groot is huge. Nice. Groot is big. Yeah. yeah, Maya bought it, so he was assembling at her house. Cool. So. And then well, uh, Disney, Marvel, and Lego should just combine to be one big ass company. You know, it's well, funny because they're they, they were talking with the the guys who made the Lego movie about why there are no Mar- Marvel characters in there. Yeah, and they said, well, we we tried. Yeah, Marvel wasn't interested. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I I can see that. I mean, you're, you're <laughs> Marvel can't even get their own shit together with Spider Man and Wolverine and you know and Avengers in the same movie. They're not going to start putting 
Spider-Man and uh, Batman in the same movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they said we wanted to do something with them, and they, they said no. Yeah. So, well, well also, I mean, that's a Warner Brothers movie. Warner Brothers might have said no, too. Yeah, that might have been part of the problem. I bet that could probably more the problem. And then, uh, I don't know if you heard about this. This happened a few weeks ago. Uh, Star Wars Episode Seven yes. casting. Um, Gwendolyn Christie, mm-hmm. who is the big, tall uh, woman, oh. Brienne of Tarth, Brienne of Tarth. Yeah. Yeah. in Game of Thrones. She's fucking sexy. With, yeah. Like, when they clean her up, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I disagree. And, I climb on top of that. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and even, even sexier. Lupita Nyong'o. Yes, oh, yes. That girl can uh, act. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she can act, too. So Good on you. So there's all that. You can't act did ugly. You see, that girl's fine. Did you see the tweet from Abrams that was like, there was a piece of paper on top of the chessboard? Yeah. And said, please stop yes. leaking out photos <laughs> that the Millennium Falcon will be. The Millennium Falcon's not in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> on the chessboard. I thought it was so genius. How oh. cool is that, though, that he's actually building the Falcon? Building the Falcon, but also all the the aliens and monsters. Yeah, it's all because. I, and I, I was telling somebody who did not know this um, for the the you know episodes one, two, and three. Lucas didn't even build one stormtrooper uniform. Yeah, they was, were all digital. Really? Yes, uh, all digital. There was not a clone trooper uniform made for those movies. And and then I look at what he's doing, what JJ is doing. And I'm like, he's building the fucking Falcon. Yeah. That shot, that will be in the movie, the look, you know, it, you know, in the hangar. And you can't beat that look. Yeah, walking toward the Falcon, it'll be in the movie maybe 20 20 seconds. <laughs> Unless yeah. there's a long dialogue shot with the Falcon in, in the it, background, yeah. you know. It'll be in there for 20 seconds. But he's building the fucking thing. Yeah. Because he knows yeah. that's the way these movies need to look. Yeah. I, get, I know you it know? costs more. You know, it, it does. It costs significantly more. But guess what? You'll get your money back. Yeah. I promise. Yeah, and the thing is, they could still use that for the next three of them. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then I, that thing's not going yeah. anywhere. And he's also building an X-Wing. Yeah, I, mean, I saw that you know, too. And then yeah. after they're done, they can so, put them in an amusement park somewhere. They I should, mean, yeah, exactly. or the Smithsonian. Yeah, Dude, even better. They're like if or Disneyland. Just, you or go just inside actually the add engines to it, and then we could fucking use now it. Now you're fly talking because I got uh, some, I got some bitches on I Jupiter. Just, I want to see. <laughs> when I when I saw that picture of it being built, I was like, it warms my heart that that's being done somewhere on this planet. Yes, you know, <laughs> it's being built. Yeah, in some mysterious of, location instead of in a, in a computer core in San Francisco somewhere. Right. You know? Yeah, that, that just, you know, I, I hope somewhere George is going, oh, I, I remember how to do that. Yeah. Oh, I, I did that once. That was a long time ago. <laughs> I, I guess I should have done that. Spe- huh. Funny pasta space, plod. <laughs> what was that? Well, speaking of space, what was that damn uh, movie trailer that we saw before Edge of Tomorrow? <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> what? It's Interstellar? Well, I can't even no. no, no, no. No, it's it the Wachowski. Like, oh, oh brothers, Jupiter uh, Rising. Jupiter Rising. Jupiter, Rising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear about Jupiter that Ascending. Shit? Oh, with Channing Tatum yeah. Jupiter with Ascending. funny ass ears. Yeah. Okay, now I remember this. Jupiter, no. Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, so we saw I mean, I've, I've seen you know the trailers. Well, and got yeah. We were so confused. They showed the trailer before uh, Edge of Tomorrow, and the audience was just fucking laughing. Like, this like, looks like... I mean, pretty. You it's know, there's a lot of money put into it. Sure, him, him and his awesome sneakers, but, you know... Mila Kunis. Oh, yeah, you know, but... uh. They were laughing, and then not three days later, because uh, it it's supposed to come out in July. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Delayed. They're pushing six, it back? Six February months. 2015. Oh, they're reworking it. I, or just, you know, we, Vice Lines always used to say, there's two months that are given where movies are go, supposed to go to die, August and uh, January, and February is not that far behind it. 
Yeah. Because it's all Oscar season. No one gives a shit about what's in the theaters. Huh. So oh, I think they're just trying to bury it. And just be like, oh, we got a fuck. They spent a lot of money on that. I guarantee you they got report because the, the the reps who sit in those screenings with us with mm-hmm. the clipboards. I don't know. If, I think they're supposed to report on the trailers as well because we don't always get trailers. So usually they play trailers to say take reactions. And if, if all those people are like, they were laughing their asses off. Yeah, or they were scared. Just, they were like, what is? They didn't yeah. know what the fuck oh. was going on. Me and Shannon were like, what's going on? At the well, end of that trailer, I said, I don't know what the fuck that was. Yeah. You know, I don't know what the, the story Galaxy's is. Galaxy's fighting over Mila Kunis? Yeah, yeah. With, with some sweet Air Jordans. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> When's the last time Wachowski brothers or brother and sister yeah. have made like a nice, coherent, plotted movie, though? Uh, and that's the thing. All their movies, Speed Racer. All their movies, they look yeah. pretty. Even Speed Racer looked that's cool. The thing. You know, they know how to make a movie look good. Yeah, yeah. Lee loved Speed Racer. But though. they don't know how to make a movie coherent. Yeah. yeah. Like, except for the first Matrix. I like the first oh, Matrix. I think the first Matrix is a, bit, a bit of genius. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is, you know? But I remember when the second one came out, I was like, huh? What the fuck happened? And the third one, I was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) I remember just like, ugh. No, that that first Matrix was a bit of genius. I remember seeing that with Shannon, and at the end, when Neo flew away, all of Shannon's Superman fantasies were just, like, fulfilled. Because he was like, you know, he says, I saw a Superman fight in that movie, and at the end, the guy flew. I know we can make a Superman movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and he was we, like high fived at yeah. that point. The um, I'll give them I mean, uh, V for Vendetta. That, that one was, no, that wasn't that, them though. That was they made, just, produced it. They, oh, I don't think they directed it. No, uh, really? They don't or did they? Anymore. I got the poster over there. Yeah, no, take they, a look. Did, <laughs> they did not direct that movie. I thought they did. I, um, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, we don't know anything anymore. My wife <laughs> loves V for Vendetta. No, but they um, oh, what do you call it? But Cloud Atlas. Like there's, there's, there's some good stuff in there, yeah. But the thing's like four, four hours, hours long, long yeah. It's and, so coherent, and it was it was hard to follow. I it understand. really was James uh, McTeague. It really was. Yeah, oh, James true. McTeague. So yeah, yeah, they just produced. Yeah, they wrote it. Yeah, uh, and it's I love that movie. Uh, v for Vendetta. Anyway, uh, anything else before we go? Um, trying to think. Oh, movie night. Oh, yeah. uh, has it been decided? The, yeah, we have confirmation. Okay, so the let me let me find the dates. Date. The date is. Uh, it's always the last Sunday of the month, so it'll be the 29th. 29th. Yeah, yeah. Down at Brewery Cinema Pub. Brewies. And th- and thank you, everybody at Brewery Cinema Pub. They've been yeah, fantastic. They have. Really. Good people. Um, so Shannon and I were kind of talking about it, and obviously uh, this needs to be done. And so we're going to do uh, Jeff Weiss's favorite picks. Uh, and when we say favorite picks, you know, yeah, Jeff, we, Jeff's got like nine hundred. I was going to say let's <laughs> let's 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 be, let it be known. Yeah, we can't do two thousand one and the Seven Samurai in one night. Yeah, oh, that's, uh, all, that's all. Most night. will probably fall asleep because it's both like four hours long. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> so, so, we, so and, we had to make some compromise. And we wanted, you know, and we, and we Planet of the Apes. You know, we did that recently. It was it was received well. So we're like, let's do something we haven't done before. And we believe I know one we haven't for sure, and the other one Shannon didn't think so, but we're doing it anyway. Um, the first one's going to be. Spider-Man 2. That's the... Uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, Spider-Man yeah. 2. Probably Which the best I will, Spider-Man movie. I will still give to, to Vice that is still the best Spider-Man movie. It really is. So yeah. that's going to be a lot of fun. And the other one, which is kind of appropriate because Bruvies just got their di- uh, digital projectors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. this film came out, there was no, uh, you know, hardcore, you know, reels to them. You know, it was just only available on digital. So it didn't play it. So it never played there and it should have because it was a perfect Bruvies movie. The World's End. The World's End. Yes. yes. Yes, Simon Vice, Pegg. Vice loved that movie a lot. He did. And uh, he loved the writing. He just loved it as, as a whole. And you talk about a drinking game. Mm-hmm. We're going to have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> every time they drink, 
You drink. <laughs> that is that is some perfect choices because yeah. again, it's it's Spider Man was his avatar. Yep. Uh, oh. And and uh, the world's end is about friendship. So I Absolutely. think that's just terrific. So yeah. great we, choices. Great and we, choices. And we've done Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz before, so we were just like, let's complete the finish trilogy. the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. So well, that's great. Yeah, so that'll be, be uh, five uh, o'clock is when we'll start at uh, Brewies. Yeah. Twenty ninth free. Yep. Just be sure to free ninety nine. Just be sure to uh, tip your uh, waiters and waitresses handsomely. And uh, don't forget that the uh, PayPal account is still open. Uh, Legends for Zelda at gmail dot com. If you have a pay, uh, PayPal account, just send your money to that Gmail address, and uh, much appreciated. Yep, absolutely. And then the one thing I want to say too, because I, I made the announcement on, on a big movie mouth off yesterday, um, we're going to continue. We're going to keep going forward, and the way we're going to do it for a little while is that I'll sit where I usually sit, and then we're going to have guests come in. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have like uh, a lot of film critics come in. Well, that'll uh, be fun. Yeah, friends of Jeff's mm-hmm. come in, and then I, wel- I welcome anybody on Geek Show to come when in, When you too. need me, just let me know. Absolutely. He, you know, People are like, are you, you, know, are you sure? Some film critics are like, I don't know. That's kind of weird. I'm like, Vice would lose his shit if I just stopped it. You exactly. Know, so. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't want it. No, I, I, loved, want I love the rotating. It'll uh, be yeah. fun for a while. That's perfect. That's it, perfect. It'll get us through, and, and we'll have some fun, and we'll see what goes on. But, no. Yeah. Cool. Uh, anything else? Um, July 13th, we have decided uh, I've, uh, Maxwell's is one of my favorite bars to go to. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> they, we want to do car- uh, comedy night there. And oh, it's oh gonna really? It's going to be on a Sunday, Sunday at 9.30-ish. It's, that's going to be hard for people, but if you live downtown and want to see some good free comedy, mm-hmm. come see us. And I'm going to be putting a, a massive show together. I just got the word like today. So I just confirmed this as of right now. So July 13th, that is, uh, that's the day. Come check us out. And also, I happen to see on Nerd Approved, uh, on their Twitter, Nerd Approved Twitter, mm-hmm. there's a cool scene where it shows uh, Mark Hamill sitting down on a panel, I guess, and he does a scene from Star Wars with Luke as Luke Skywalker. Uh-huh. And the Joker. Oh, and it's fucking. Brilliant. Where do I find well, this? It's on. It. It's on Nerd Approve. I watched it today, and it's it's. That's please, awesome. please tell me it's 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 Ben Kenobi as the no it's, the Joker is Ben just, Kenobi. Like <laughs> it's it's only about two minutes long, but it's just it's just him being it's just is him it? being the Joker, him being Luke, very briefly because it was like a fan fan asked a uh, question. Oh, okay. Go oh, check it out. Okay. It's, right. it's, have, you, have you seen the picture of Mark Hamill with Mickey Mouse? Yeah. And they're both holding lightsabers and mm-hmm. he's totally rocking the beard. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to give you want to give advice on Star Wars, you got to have a beard. You yeah. have a beard. <laughs> That's right. Uh Tony, anything? Oh, I'm just excited for E3 next week. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to read all the announcements right. on that. Well, Jimmy's, Jimmy's going to go down. I'm debating. He's, you haven't he's, decided yet? I, go, I've, I actually do have a plane ticket and a place to stay, and oh, I got my man. press pass. I just, I, Can I, I be Jimmy Martin then? Huh? Can I be Jimmy Martin? Sure, man. <laughs> Bring me back some <laughs> swag. See some family while you're down there, you know? Exactly. <laughs> let's take a road trip. Let's go down. All right. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down like Syndrome. Let's do this shit. <laughs> I, would, I would recommend a bar, but it... It, it was cool once and is now all yuppie. I still apologize. Ugh. Is that the one that we went to last year? Oh I, yeah, I, I, last I went down with uh, Shannon and, and Jimmy to E3, and I, I we finished up, and I said, "There's this really cool bar over here that's the it's called Villains, and it was this it was it was my people. They were all tattooed and pierced, and you know, listening to to punk rock music, and it, it, you know, motorcycles parked out front." 
So I'm like, you, you guys are going to love this bar. You're going to love it. You get there, it had been yuppified. <laughs> the yuppies had taken over. <laughs> they still make good drinks, I'll say that. Great drinks. Everyone's wearing Brooks Brothers. Brooks Brothers and shit. It was sad. It was sad. <laughs> All these posers at my bar. Oh. Anyway, uh, just real quick before we get back to the episode, Compton Abbey. Uh, uh, Adam Mills is a uh, friend of the program, Geek Show program, who listens all the time and participates. And uh, he wanted me to pass this along from him to everyone. My niece Lily was diagnosed with acute lymphobastic leukemia, or all, this past February. And she's been chosen by a charity called Millie's Princess Foundation to be the princess of their Salt Lake Princess Run, along with uh, uh, Prince JT from Kearns. Uh, Millie's Princess Run, huge success in helping local families lift the financial burden that childhood cancer brings in an already devastating situation. Uh, they've been able to uh, bring some uh, hope to these kids and their families. It's a, a 5K run, and what you do is is you dress as a princess. <gasps> what? And you run. <laughs> so... <laughs> Wow! Get out my heels. I want. Yeah. I want all of our burly, manly geek show brethren <laughs> to dress as princesses. Just make everybody feel awkward. Grab your crown and your shoes and your glitter. Uh, it is uh, Saturday, June twenty first at Sugar House Park at seven forty five okay. in the morning. Uh, and uh, if you're unable to attend the event, uh, there is a place where you can donate. Go to Millie's Princess Foundation dot org. That's Millie M I L L I E S princessfoundation.org and click on the donate now link at the top and uh, you can help adam's niece with her uh, bills for cool. her cancer treatment very there cool. you go thank you very much uh okay let's get back to the episode compton abbey welcome back to the episode <laughs> please to enjoy the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive in Holiday. It's downstairs from Cruiser's Bar, across from the street from uh, a bar named Sue. Great place. Get a few games in, blow off some steam on your lunch break or uh, late in the evening. They offer classic arcade games for play at classic prices. Free admission, no hassle with any of those tickets. Great place to escape from the nagging wife and or girlfriend or boyfriend, whatever. Uh, and uh, walk across the street to uh, Soak Cupcake. you got Nielsen's fro- Frozen Yogurt there, Capelli's Coffee, El Chihuahua, a lot of great places around there. And, of course, you can hang out and play games at the Atomic Arcade. Classic games like Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Asteroids, Centipede, Defender, Berserk, Star Castle. They got pinball there. I love pinball, and I love my Star Trek strategic operations simulator. The Atomic Arcade opens seven days a week, and they are open late, you heathens. Uh, games are 25 cents to 50 cents. Check them out on Facebook, the Atomic Arcade. They are at 3939 Highland Drive. And tell them Geek Show says, hey. Fantasy Con is coming to the Salt Palace. It's going to happen. Oh, it's it's getting closer, isn't it? Look at this. And look at all these celebrities that they have signed up. It's happening on July 3rd through the 5th at the Salt Palace Convention Center. Go to FantasyCon.com. And look at the latest edition. Simon Pegg is coming to Salt Lake City for Fantasy Con. Summer Glau. You remember her from Firefly and Serenity and Terminator and Arrow. Oh, it's going to be huge, and it just keeps getting bigger. If you've seen Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, excited about the last Hobbit movie, Harry Potter books, this is for you. Uh, one chance to say you were there at the beginning, July 3rd through the 5th at the Salt Palace Convention Center. A lot more celebrities also signed up for this thing. Look at this. Sean Astin's going to be there. John Reese davies Renate O'Connor, Billy Boyd, Rose McGowan, Mark Shepard, Sylvester McCoy, all coming to Salt Lake City. This is an immersive con. It's not like a, a regular convention. You're going to walk in. You're going to see 
the dragon, first of all, large dragon, world's largest dragon, over two years in the making, the 15-foot-tall rock monster Rocky, giant 30-foot sentinel statues. It's immersive. You'll be able to fight in the in the Dragon Academy and learn how to become a dragon warrior, watch live battles there. Uh, it's, it's interactive. FantasyCon.com. Go there to get your tickets and for more information. FantasyCon. Hey, this is Dan, the Laptop Man from PC Laptops. I'm so excited. It's time for the PC Laptops Super Tax-Free Sale on the best hand-built in the USA desktop and laptops on the planet. PC Laptops will pay the sales tax on your behalf. Plus, every PC Laptops desktop computer comes with a lifetime parts and labor warranty. So if your hard drive blows up in 10 years, you're covered 100%. Tax-free sale and lifetime warranty? It doesn't get any better than this. Oh, yes, it does. If you have an old computer of any brand, we'll buy it from you and transfer all your data to your new PC Laptops computer for free. Amazing. So visit us at any one of our eight locations right now or call us at one 596 save or check us out at PCLaptops.com. That's the tax-free sale at PCLaptops.com. At PC Laptops, we love to save you money. And we're back. Uh, let's see. Now, oh, yeah. this, was, this was announced a few weeks ago, but I uh, want to mention it. Yes. I think it's cute. Jay brought his uh, L.A. Kings uh, Stein. Stein. Well, he likes the puck ball. I'm excited because as we record this, tonight's Game Seven, mm. yeah. and if, if either if that place if, if they win, Jay's gonna lose his shit. If they lose, Jay's gonna lose his Jay's shit. Jay's gonna lose his shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I so like, I'm gonna see Jay lose his shit tonight. I, I, Everybody I, getting pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> either, Everybody. Either way. <laughs> But uh, as we uh, as we record this, it was just announced that uh, we have a voice actor. Now that's the key thing I want to bring out. Oh, I didn't know this. We we mm-hmm. have Josh Brolin as Thanos in Guardians of the Galaxy. What, what? See, I thought they Fantastic. were going to have him in makeup, but it's just a he voice, is listed huh? only as voice actor I think at it's this point. Genius. I mean, you got to think about it. The characters any anymore when they do the mocap, though the actor's doing. Just about everything. Well, yeah. for, well, for Guardians of the Galaxy, it is listed as just voice actor. Because uh. yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to see Thanos as some some slim Josh Brolin. No, you, Thanos, CG, he's like ten feet tall. Yeah, CGI the fuck out of well, him. I mean, no, what you didn't understand, it, guys, is that Josh Brolin in reality is ten feet tall. He's also oh. purple. They've been doing motion capture to make him look like a real guy oh. all this time. Oh. Well, oh, no, I mean, amazing. look at the way he looked in Avengers. He looked just fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just use that exactly. You know, if they want to put, him up, put little balls on him and let him run around an empty warehouse. I imagine when, sure. they, when they decide to put him in a movie, Thanos, that they'll have him do that. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, It'll be like the Hulk was. My guess right. is is that the reason that they're listing him just as voice actor is that he's in Guardians of the Galaxy for maybe 20 seconds. Yeah, you're probably, probably. Right. Yeah. You know, He just says, finish him. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Sorry, wrong uh, I trained you, Gamora. Something like that. Yeah. Do you think he'll be a part of the actual movie or another bonus scene? He'll be in the movie. Yeah. That rash was chlamydia. Oh, thanks, Thanos. Space chlamydia is the worst. I know. It's like <laughs> space herpes. It never goes away. <laughs> Green and red. It's just a- Sorry, I had to have an Ice Pirates anyway, It's going to be fun. It's go- I think it's going to be dope. No, it, that guy is an amazing actor. And it's yeah. funny to think that he's Brad and Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Crazy. Don't ever forget. That's no, crazy. never forget that. I mean, never forget <laughs> And I'm sure he fucking hates it, but I don't care. Please like, stop calling me Brad from Goonies, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we'll be calling him Thanos. Hey, remember when you ride that little girl's bike? 
That's Thanos riding a little girl bike. You know what would be really great is if they went back to Goonies and just digitally altered him so that he was Thanos. Somebody oh, please. Yeah. Somebody yeah. please do that. Somebody please do that. This is Thanos riding a girl's bike down the road. <laughs> he will be Thanos to me from now on. Just, just grimaces, grimace from McDonald's, pissed off older brother. When he, when he, he goes on that cliffside, he's like, "Oh shit!" You know, that's that's not actually grimace's older brother. That's grimace after he went on a really, really good hardcore workout program. Okay, yeah, he looks yeah. fucking jacked. Yeah, I know yeah. grimace looks good. Hamburglar too. He looked, yeah. what he became the collector. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was. After all those years of expert uh, hamburger stealing, they was like, it. "Yeah, I love a collector now." All right, so these are the uh, comments that uh, made the internet explode a few weeks ago. An interview with uh, David Goyer. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. That fucking oh, idiot. Yeah. Where I David Goyer this. said some stuff. I, I really hope he was just trying to be funny. Is this another Scott Pierce interview? <laughs> I, don't know. Is this, I don't know what the girls are doing over there. The girl ended up. I don't want to turn around because they might look at my face and they can visit because I'm in hitting proximity to me. All right. Anyway, David Gore. Talking this time. <laughs> yeah, that, that was my wife. Sorry about that. Uh, David Gore. Love you, sweetie. Here's uh, here's some of the things that he said that upset people, and I need DC fans to step up. All right. I'll do my best. We're here. Because uh, David Goyer. Hey, okay. <laughs> All right. David Gore has said some shit about your favorite characters. Screw him. Here's what he said. He talks about Martian Manhunter. And remember, David Gore is the guy who's responsible for bringing a lot of these comic book characters to film. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, first of all, Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter. Which Martian Manhunter. is a cool character, <laughs> by wife. the way. <laughs> I told the kid the set that if I could have any superpowers, I'd have his. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's here's, got them all. He does. Here's what Superman. he said. Here's what he said. How many people in the... Uh, he, was, he was at a con or something like that. How many people in the audience have heard of Martian Manhunter? How many people that raised their hands have ever been laid? Oh, I would have kept my hand up. <laughs> yeah, me too. High five, Shannon. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Someday I, I, I have just, also I been just, laid. I just, waved your, I just waved at your wife. I'm yeah, sorry. Thanks, Some, someday I'll get laid. Good job. Well, he hasn't been rebooted, but he's a mainstay in the Justice League. He can't be fucking called Martian Manhunter because <laughs> that's goofy. Oh, my God. He can be called Manhunter. Or he can be called Marsha. The whole, <laughs> the whole deal with Martian Manhunter is that he's an alien living amongst us. So he comes down to Earth and decides, unlike Superman, who already exists in the world now, that he is just going to be a homicide detective. So instead of using superpowers and mind reading and the like, oh, I could figure out if the president's lying or whatever, he just decides to disguise himself as a human homicide detective. Dare to dream. <laughs> what an idiot. This is fucking stupid. <laughs> I, you're going to hate me, but I agree with it. <laughs> Get out of here. Do you, well, know, do you I, know the origins of the Martian Manhunter at all? I know that his, or does Goyer? his race was destroyed, right? Right. Um, and he is the last of it. Yeah. No, he, yes. he, crashed, he crashed on Earth in a rocket ship. Yeah. Uh, no, no, he was teleported. He was here. teleported through no, and then through and space then, and time. And then, and then these kind-hearted farmers in Kansas. Oh, them. shut the fuck up! That's Superman. Oh, sorry. It's he was teleported time. through space and time, mm-hmm. pulled from prehistoric Mars. So he's to super, Earth. He's so super, he gets here and 
Mars has been destroyed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it is as we see it now. As we see it. And uh, so everyone he knows is dead. Yeah. And so oh, my friends are dead. He becomes a... Uh, and his wife and kid, you fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, that's Shannon. That's Mr. Marcia. So Mr. correct Mr. me if I'm wrong, Shannon, but he becomes a homicide detective to learn how to be... To learn more about humans. To learn well, he more ends about up this guy, this, this... I don't know. Who fucking... How, I can't the, how the fuck does a shapeshifter... He chooses to be one of two people. This ugly green motherfucker with some red suspenders. No, he can look like anybody. No, but like his two things. No, red no, suspenders. No. I'm a finish. <laughs> I'm a finish. I'm a finish. Red suspenders. And then he just decides to be a fucking Dick Tracy looking motherfucker from the 1940s. So, so because he was created in the 1940s. <laughs> so <laughs> guess what? Thank you, Shannon. Well, fuck Thank you, you then. How you so, like that? So I told you, I don't know things. <laughs> so, so you you agree with me and David Goyer then? This is this is horse shit. But he doesn't. That's not. I mean, in the comic okay, books, so he doesn't. He doesn't pretend to be that dude anymore. Harvey Birdman. Yeah, when, 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 uh, when, when Grant Morrison stepped in and was writing Justice League yeah. for a while, he did. He did a great fucking story arc where Martian Manhunter was the only reason why the DC universe wasn't completely destroyed. They thought they took him out with fire. Yeah, because that's his weakness. That's for his weakness. Don't know. Well, you find out fires. Yeah, yeah. That's was. another fucking. That's another fucking thing it, about well, it. At least it isn't the color. He's more powerful than Superman. Yeah, am I right? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, like he's got better Su- power. Superman. I, I read a comic where Superman said uh, he's one of the most powerful beings on the planet. It's a good thing he's on our side. And the motherfucker's allergic to fire. Well, I'm saying if you, you punch somebody, if you punch somebody into a fucking gasoline thing and the shit lights on fire and all of a sudden there's a big ass explosion, all of a sudden he's gonna be like, ah, I'm a bitch. Well, my red suspenders. Su- oh god. Su- Superman's <laughs> Superman is very vulnerable to magic. They all have good. Yeah, 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 he is vulnerable. So, to magic. but the thing, it. I think, I'm pretty sure you Black find out that the Martian Manhunter, his fire weakness is actually psychosomatic. I, I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. Control. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's in his head. Oh, because Fire-sider. I was going to bring that up as well. Yeah. Thank you. Repeating. Out of control. Admittedly, my knowledge of Martian Manhunter is pretty much the Justice League animated series. Sure, sure. I will say, I will say, on. Goyer's defense, slightly, I wouldn't bring him back and introduce his character as a homicide detective. I'd have him be something else. I would too. Yeah, I would. Like, I would bring. I would. But, but I would I have. Would still... I would do an entire season of Arrow or The Flash, where there's a homicide detective that's helping out with everything, and then towards the end of the season, we find out or, he's Martian Manhunter. Right. Oh, that's yeah. fun. But that's that's that, cool. That would be really cool. But the problem you run into. In slight defense of Goyer, who is a jerk, in this article. <laughs> um, if he was a homicide detective, he should just use his powers, his telepathic nope. abilities, and everything. I think, everything. He, I think Here, he does. I got, it, he? I got it perfect. I got how, it perfect. Here's how, would, how you relaunch this shit, okay? Yeah, let's hear it. Martian Manhunter, fuck no, as a homicide detective. He wants to get in touch with the human race. Martian Lift Driver. <laughs> See, that would work good. A taxi that, driver. That's, that's good, but I like Martian Manhandler, where the only way he can read their minds is by touching their dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Touch. Go ahead and say it, Shannon. That yeah. <laughs> so every day, Marsha, Marsha Manhandler. Marsha Manhandler shows up. It's yes. just like. I'm Marsha Manhandler, homicide detective. I need to touch your dicks. Oh, we got the porn parody. Sounds like a space hooker. No, this is not a parody. This is a real show. Yeah, this is the show. <laughs> All right. So it's like, I can't get a read on okay, this one. So. I'm going to have to taste it. <laughs> you, know, you know who should pick up that show? Mm. Lifetime. <laughs> Absolutely right. Lifetime. Smut for women. Now, I kind of agree with David Goyer on the Martian Manhunter thing. Uh, he's, he's way off on this next one. She-Hulk. 
Oh, Shulk. This shit is ridiculous. Yeah, I think he was on the. I think he I was on the cocaine. I think he was on the cocaine. He had to have. I think been. he was I love right. Mr. What no, he says, okay, wait, just, just what he says off. right here, he has to be either high or just yeah. trolling the fans. I think he, or being interviewed by Shot Pierce. I think. I think he's right. <laughs> I, just, I think he's just, riding that white Lonnie on this one. Dude. I just I no. I, I just noticed these comic book guys need to stop talking to Pierce because they always say shit they don't want to say. You show me. You show me a fine green chick with delts. It's on. I love no. Oh, well, she's eight feet well, tall. You can uh, climb her like a tree. Again, it sounds like you're agreeing with Goyer. Uh, here we go. I have a theory about She-Hulk, mm-hmm. which was created by a man, right? And at the time in particular, I think 95% of comic book readers were men, and certainly almost all of comic book writers were men. He, he did say at the time. Yeah. Okay. So the Hulk was this classic male power fantasy. It's like most of the people reading comic books were these people like me who were just these little kids getting the shit kicked out of them every day. And so then they created She-Hulk, right? Who was still smart. I think She-Hulk is the chick that you could fuck if you were the Hulk. You know what I'm saying? She-Hulk was the extension of the male power fantasy. So it's like if I'm going to be this geek who becomes the Hulk... Then let's create a giant green porn star that only the Hulk could fuck. That's what he said. Um, any, anybody who was at our panel at Salt Lake Fan X, Comic Con Fan X, would know that uh, Shannon has a painting in his house of the Hulk getting a blowjob from Superman. <laughs> so that's his, own, that's his other equal. Yeah. I don't, I, He's not getting a fucking blowjob. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> What's he getting? It's, it's more He's of a. He's ready to punch him with a fucking head. Oh, okay. no, Are you sure? I don't know. It's more of like a rusty trombone. I saw. I saw the second, and it obviously looks like he's getting a salad tossed. So you know, yeah. I'm gonna start kicking asses. I'm start the black one first. Actually, mine's more of a mahogany. So, no, no, okay, I'm not. I'm not gonna get into Bert it. Sepia. I'm, I'm not oh. gonna give him too much shit about the She-Hulk comment because he's talking about when she was created. Now, if if somebody takes that creation and turns around and makes her a strong, empowered female character, which, which has been done, which has been done well, if, you're, if you're reading the current title right now that's exactly what it is look at, he spends look more at, time in the in the courtroom than it does yeah look at look at, uh, mm. look at look at batgirl i mean batgirl was basically the dumb not dumb she was actually smarter than ever she was a really good detective but she was just there to to fill a niche in the market and now the batgirl comics one of the best dc comics out there it was the last time i was reading it um, you could say the same uh, for a lot of female characters, even Wonder Woman, who was written by a guy who was a fetishist. This yeah. guy was into SNL. female. Uh, yeah, he was into female bondage. Remember what, what was her uh, weakness? Ropes. <laughs> her weakness was being tied up by a man. If she was tied up by a man, she couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. So, and and you get this guy. He actually really? used reference. Yeah. He used reference photographs of of women in bondage situations to draw her. Uh-huh. She got tied up a lot uh-huh. in the forties. And so Wonder Woman is a, a character of female empowerment now. So if we if we're to turn around and say, you know, whatever it was created for, whatever, fuck, take it, make it what you want it to be. And I want to say, why uh, why is the Hulk gonna fuck his cousin? That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, it was, was the forties, man. Uh, what I yeah, we're watching Game of Thrones now. Whatever. Well, I will, this, you know, this is where Goyer made made his misstep. Was he yeah. said uh, she was made so the Hulk could do her. You know, and if he had chosen some other big, strong Marvel character, 
I don't think anyone. Titania? I don't think as many people had a had a problem. Yeah, like, you, what about Titania or no, 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 fucking Red Hulk or Red She Hulk? They didn't. Ex- they didn't exist. Yeah. Okay, at the time. Uh, yeah. So who who would they have said? Who could they have said though? Like uh, yeah, the, the, thing. the thing. Yeah, yeah. perfect. It's if a guy that thing can fuck. And people exactly. go, what about Alicia? She's blind and he loves her. If you'd have said that, I don't think the internet would have exploded as much. I think Goyer was just trying to get some press. Could be. Could be too. Although I do remember being a kid and I. Uh, traced a picture of the She-Hulk and then drew nipples on her. Yeah. Gave me a boner. As you do. <laughs> well, her top never seemed to rip through. And let's not forget my favorite line from Family Guy spoken by Chris. I love you, She-Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a little bit of truth to what Goyer is saying. A tiny sure, bit. There's a little bit. A little bit. He just said it wrong. But well, when, he, when he says at the time she was created, she was created in the late 70s, and it does make sense. Well, And we have That's quotes from really the man who was there when he was created, when she was created, excuse me. Oh, so you're talk- not talking about China. No, I'm talking about Stan Lee. Hi, Stan. Ah. It's been a while, Stan. Excelsior. Uh, he, uh, he co-created She-Hulk. Really? He was there. Um, with uh, John Bushima in 1980. Yeah. Uh, first reflected on the origins of the character in his mind, according to him, they were specifically out to craft a smart female hero, hero who was also the Hulk, had Hulk's brute strength. Though it's also been said many times She-Hulk is devised as an effort to undercut any attempt by the Incredible Hulk TV series to create a female version of Bruce Banner first. See, they... Theory being, they created She-Hulk so that they couldn't do it on the but, show. But you know, you know why I think Spider. If I'm remembering right, Spider Woman was created on TV as an animated series before before the comics. I so think you might be right. I can see why they'd want to do that. Here's what he was saying about how what he was thinking when he created She-Hulk. I know I was looking for a new female superhero, and the idea of an intelligent Hulk type grabbed me <laughs> by the balls. Talking about the extension of the male power fantasy comments, he said, quote, Never for an instant did I want her as a love interest for the Hulk. Only a nut would even think of that. (laughs) Or if you're from Tennessee. Uh, As for the idea of the comic book readers, I might find She-Hulk sexy. He is not surprised. As for her looking beautiful and curvy, show me a superhero one who isn't. True. I like so. getting bonus. I, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, the reality of that is almost all uh, men and women drawn in comic books are drawn overly proportioned yes. and with perfect bodies. And let's not forget so. men as well. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Men, every yeah. character, men no, and I, women. I want to emphasize that because there's an awful lot of sexism you know, against women. Well, let's not forget it's that argument's an interesting one because people say, well, you know, it's not so bad for men because there's this over-idealized uh, image of what a man's going to be. Well, I'm sorry. If you grew up reading these comic books, you are going to feel inadequate. Exactly. Oh, yeah. There's going to come well, a point where you're like, I'm never going to be built I mean, like that. I mean, that also extends out to action figures. I mean, yeah. look, at, look at Luke okay. Skywalker with his giant, bi- you know, <laughs> muscle pecs. Uh, yeah. like, oh, E-Man! The, ni- E-Man! the 96 kind of... Oh, yeah, He-Man for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, you know... And, and yeah, body image issues. That's that's not gender specific. No, we have them as a culture. All right, let's uh, let's wrap this up with some uh, DVDs and game releases. Whoever is first, go ahead. If you want to go, hit it. Okay. In in games, um, don't even tell me about anything because I'm just playing WildStar. Is that good? I fucking love it. I need to give that a try. It's uh, my friend Matt. He's an old school WoW player, and mm-hmm. he loves World of Warcraft. And so, a lot of the guys that built and designed World of Warcraft are working on that, WildStar. That's what I read. And uh, he's not so into it. He doesn't think that there's anything too original about it. I think the combat system's amazing. That's what I wanted to ask you. What, what's the? Uh, how does it play? 
It's it's there, it's not just click and wait. It's okay. not you don't just spam your your uh, hotkeys and and wait for your attacks to come through. You actually have to position your attacks. There's a lot of dodging and running and flipping around and and some of the things like I have a character that's got these claws, you know, like Wolverine claws, uh-huh. and uh, there's a lot of tumbling and running around trying to get in the kill shots and the criticals. But huh. the game's got a sense of humor. Like around fourth level, uh, I had to go and defuse a mega f bomb before the parents found out there's one on the ship. <laughs> Because <laughs> no one was really going to want to be around if that was the case. They That's didn't want to hear awesome. the complaints. So it's it's and it's beautiful. I mean, I I don't think I've seen a it. It looks like just this hyper stylized. It's like if John Chris Felucci did an anime series mm-hmm. in space with nice. psychotic chipmunks. And that's Wildstar? Wildstar, yeah. It's Wild an MMORPG. Uh, it's a lot of people are saying, oh, this might be the WoW killer. I'm saying, fuck that. It'll never be a WoW killer. That's true. Friends and people like Matt, they're going to keep playing WoW because yeah. they love it. They have guilds they love to play yeah. with. But this is a game for me where it's like sci-fi with a slapstick sense of humor. Sign me up. I'm good. I'll have to give that one a try. Are you spell? Yep. Okay. So this week... Um, uh, How to Train Your Dragon Two comes the, out on the game. The game on all the consoles. I'm excited for that movie. I am too. That movie looks great. It's, uh, it's gotten some uh, great uh, reviews already. I love that my wife thinks all the big so. fat hairy Vikings are hot. <laughs> oh, hopefully that game's good because that's the only thing coming out this week. All right, well, that's it. You know, and before we leave games, uh, as we record this, uh, we're going to play it tonight. Intoxicated, but uh, I've heard the new Mario Kart's really good. I played a demo for that, yeah. and uh, I've talked to people that have played it, and they say it's great. Yeah, and I'm I'm going to buy a Wii U because of how good I heard really? that game is. Yep. Wow. Wow. Maybe I, not tomorrow. You can but just come so. over and play with us if you want. It's cheaper. Oh, good point. <laughs> All right, movies. Uh, we got some from last week, and so we'll, we'll get through those quick. Uh, Lone Survivor, um, Marky, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole Funky Bunch? No, all of them. The whole higher. Not a bad film. Give, uh, does it give good vibrations? Yeah. Good vibrations. Yeah, it's got like a 45-minute gunfight scene, I'll say that. Like, it's the whole movie is essentially a gunfight. It's fight. a great movie. Well, and, it's, it's, and they were inspired by They Live. They actually used real guns, by the way. And just so. shot at each other for like 40 minutes. Ah, <laughs> stop! <laughs> uh, the new RoboCop. Is out. Oh, which uh, it started off strong, and then kind of just lost its way in the third act. I blame studio meddling for that. I and I do too. I really everything I read about that. uh, The director uh, Jose Padilla is that it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, The the director. Yeah, I know. We we need Jeff here. (laughs) (laughs) The director really had a great vision for this film and, well, and he, did. He, he nearly quit three times during this yeah uh, and so i oh. totally blame studio meddling for ruining this there's thing. i mean there's not i mean i'm sure studio meddling happens every time but when it starts reaching out you know and people start finding out about it yeah. that's when you know it's bad yeah yeah um i mentioned this one just because it makes me laugh about scott pierce having to go see it which was son of god <laughs> which was that hallmark thing that they just made into a movie and they when they told him it was like 80 minutes long and it ended up being like over two hours <laughs> he was pissed uh let's see true blood season six is now out oh how apeshit crazy is that one uh it's a lot of nudity <laughs> i think the last time Actually, i, I kind of, I, I like that season okay with like the concentration camps and shit. i gave yeah, it was a they, great idea yeah it they, really was i so, I, I don't think it lived up to its potential but well, it was, that show uh, never does so yeah. it wasn't it wasn't ends in row giving birth to an egg what, I'm trying to think. Was the last thing we saw? <laughs> was the last thing we saw Eric like in the snow burning or something like that? Yeah, he was yeah. outside. That no. was the finale. Okay, uh, they are. Re- I guess re-releasing because yeah, they already released one version, but this, maybe this is just another one. Uh, they're doing Breaking Bad, the complete series again, an entire box set. Ah, okay, looks good. Uh, oh, great film. Uh, the Birdcage is now on Blu-ray. 
Oh, one of my favorites. That movie is fantastic. Yeah. And La Caja Faux is great, which I, I owe a friend Jeff for the original. making yep. me see the original. It was Absolutely. fantastic. Uh, Falling Sky season three not, is now out. Not bad for a show with no budget. I fell <laughs> out of the first season. No, I, I was. I went into it going, "This movie looks cheap," or "The show looks cheap as shit." And then going, "Okay, for a cheap as shit show, it's got a real Babylon Five feel to it." Too. It, it, it kind of does. I'm sticking with it. I'm not completely in, but I'm sticking just, with it. Just it's, for fun. It's uh, it's definitely no Orphan Black. No. Which I have not watched, and Cat has. Holy he says it's amazing. Shit, it's like the best show ever made. Uh, Workaholic season four. <laughs> I didn't get into it either. Me you neither. Know? Uh, the Killing, uh, the third season. Yeah. I've heard it's, a lot of good things about that. It's it's a Starting really in. it's a really good cast. Uh, um, really, because uh, our friends over at Mediocre Show, I believe, they like, love it. I love yeah. it too. It's a really good oh, cast. Okay. I, I I this third season was better than the second season. The first season was really good. So hopefully, and and they're bringing it back, I guess, for another season. Oh, oh yeah, on, on Netflix or something, right? They're yeah, on it back on Netflix. It's gonna be on Netflix. Cool. So that's last week. Uh, you guys heard the rumors about Continuum, poss- or not Continuum, but Community popping up on Hulu? Yeah, it's really rumors. Yeah. I say, Here's let it, one thing. Let it die. Honestly, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I thought I stopped I thought, watching a long time ago. Yeah, I thought a, I read one day that it was Netflix, and then I swore I read the next day that it was Hulu. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's all Hulu. conjecture. You know, let it happen because all I need is thirty viewers to call it a success. True. Let's see. This week, Cosmos. The the TV show that just just aired with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Grass Tyson. <laughs> yeah, flying uh, around in his space uh, vagina. Yeah, but <laughs> so weird. It's so weird. It's it's the show that you watch to piss off your uh, Christian friends. I wonder. Right I wonder how Scott. I wonder how I Scott. Know. How Scott Pierce is going to feel considering who the executive producer of that show is. Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. Tough you know, for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I found that if you have extremely devout friends. And you say you like the show. They get mad at you. They tend to unfriend you. On, fa- on Facebook. <laughs> that <laughs> show did not actually do anything about creationism. It was like, well, it's a science no, show. No, it's a science show. Exactly. And, they, and they don't seem to get that. But anyway. Uh, Captain Kirk, Chris Pine. Yes. Is in uh, Jack Ryan's Shadow Recruit. Oh, the, I can. The, the prequel with Tom Clancy. And, you know, I actually have that. I missed that one, I believe, because I was at. Cat and I were at that award show, mm-hmm. so I've got it on Blu-ray. I haven't had a chance to watch. I heard it, it was uh, a lot heard, of fun. I heard decent. I heard you know, good things too. Not bad. Uh, what I did see, and actually, this is why it's Pierce had to go see uh, Son, Son of, of God, God, is because Means uh, wanted to go see Nonstop, which is Liam Neeson on an airplane. Yes, <laughs> you took my airplane. Just playing Liam Neeson. Uh, let's see, uh, Transformers animated, the complete series. I think that's the newer one. Mm, okay, uh, True Detective. Did you guys watch that one? With Which I, uh, I have not seen yet. I, heard I, I watched the first things. three. I got, I'm going well, to have some free time. I'm going to marathon that thing. If yeah. I'll watch it with you. It's amazing. Well, I know you've, you've got Amazon, or I'm mean, sorry, HBO On Demand, yeah. and I've, I've got it too, but I know that uh, there's a, a pretty aggressive deal going on with uh, Amazon Prime now where they're, they're loading up a lot of those old HBO shows, so I wouldn't be surprised if that shows up soon. They say uh, what I read is they're going to stay about two or three years behind the curve. Depending on, on the show. Amazon Prime. Depending on the show. Yeah. I know Shannon will be happy about this one. Ray Donovan, season one. So oh, good. It is such a good show. <laughs> such a good show. That's, so good. Uh, that's one of my wife's favorites. She loved that show. Is the actor on that? Oh, crap. <laughs> Lee Schreiber? Lee Schreiber. Schreiber. Oh, it's yeah. Sabretooth. 
Same yeah. with yeah. Oh, he's so good in that. Yeah, he's, he's a good actor. No, he's good. I mean, like, ever since he showed up in Scream Two, each he was a killer, folks. My my, my <laughs> first thing that I saw him in was an episode of Homicide: Life in the Streets, where he got pinned in between a, a commuter train. Oh, yeah, that was and no, no, that wasn't Leave Schreiber. No, that was not Leave Schreiber. Actually, and I just said it's not Scream Two. It's actually Timothy Oliphant. That was uh, <laughs> who was that? You're thinking of uh, he played the bug Edgar the Bug in Men in Black. Uh, the, 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 no, Vincent D'Onofrio. I am sorry, Full Metal Jacket. No, 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 no. It's understandable. I'm just going to go stand it. But Ray Donovan, I got to tell you, there's not a weak link in that show. No. Every cast member is solid. The writing is solid. The acting is solid. It's it's and and it's one of those shows that I think that people more people should be talking about. But how's how's Um, the singing? The singing is brilliant. It's right. The acting is so good on that. I it blew my mind that uh, when I went and saw the uh, at the world's end. Mm Mm-hmm. The guy that plays his brother, I had no idea yeah. that he was British. He plays this he, tough Boston uh, boxer with yes. like, with, with like cerebral palsy or something. Like that. Well, Carrie, if you're into yeah. that, you know, great acting, that's why you need to be watching Orphan Black because the same chick I, plays nine thousand characters. To, I need mm. to watch Orphan Black. And There's, when you're sitting down talking to somebody, you're like, you know what? I like Cosima. She's like the hot clone. And then you're like, wait, it's the same actress mm-hmm. <laughs> playing all these parts. Yeah, I need to see that. And then uh, last uh, a theatrical review. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been out for about a week now, I think. Uh, Maleficent with Angelina Jolie. D- did you see it? No, I, I just because you really... made a snoring noise. No, I got, the best I got, way to describe it. You just said Maleficent. I got really sleepy. Well, yeah, because wah, wah, wah. I, I think Angelina Jolie looks like she walked out of the cartoon. Oh yeah, she agree. looks great. Yeah, for it, sure. it looks great. Like the the cinematography is fun, you know. But it's I, I saw it before I went on my cruise, and I was like. And I walked out, and I looked at my friend, and I said, what'd you think? And he was just kind of taking, like, uh. I go, it's boring. It's just boring. And he's like, that's the perfect word. Like, nothing fucking happens in this movie. Yeah. It's really weird. Like, you know, it's, I haven't what seen a movie. Is the, what is the backstory? It's the, the story. Oh, sorry, go ahead. It's, it's uh, Mal- Maleficent's the villain from Sleeping Beauty. Right, yeah, of course. And it's, it's her side of the story. Oh, so it's Told like. Told from her point of view. Oh, so it's like mm-hmm. Wicked. Yeah. Kind I of, guess you kind, kind, I mean, kind of like Wicked. Trying to go to Wicked, right? Basically, you find out why, because in Sleeping Beauty, she's just the villain. You know, there's no nothing. It's just and like she's, she's mean p- just to be mean. She's pissed off because she wasn't invited to view the baby yeah. when she was born. And and so you find out the backstory as to why she's just, you know, in, in the she, cartoon, she's an asshole. You find out she why she's She didn't get invited asshole. to see the baby because well, she's fucking boring. No, well, she's she's evil. I mean, in the movie, she fell in love with the, the, with the guy who becomes king in... in uh, it's played by Charlotte Copley, who from District Nine and the A Team and all that. Can we even understand what he says? Uh, <laughs> Elysium, yeah, Elysium. Um, Elysium you know, like I like Charlotte. He seems like a really nice he's guy. A good the, actor. The, the, he's not. No. <laughs> not, he's not a good actor. Not in this one, at least. Everything I've seen him in. I thought he was good in Elysium. So. See, I didn't. Okay. I couldn't understand. I thought he was exactly. great in Mad Man Murdoch. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was okay there. Yeah, and and was, in yeah. District Nine, he was fantastic. He yeah, was. But yeah, District Nine. I don't. Sure. I it's. I, I made this analogy the other day, and I was like, it, he's he's really starting to remind me of John Heater from Napoleon Dynamite, mm. who was fantastic in Napoleon Dynamite. But like, yeah, you're not a great actor, so ride this fucking wave as long as you can, because when everybody starts figuring it out that you're not good, then grab all your cash and run away. <laughs> so. Yeah. So what are you giving it? Uh, one. One. Wow. Damn. Damn. It's a Disney I, movie with a one. I'm it, not kidding. Like it's. I haven't seen a movie just be boring. It had so, a great opening weekend, but the reviews have not been following. Yeah. So say, just, say I'm really into LSD. What yes. would you give it then? <laughs> <laughs> Three and a half. Because like, because like, because like Tommy. Not a great movie. No. But if you're really but into see, LSD, you and I talked about this, and you were like, you know, sucker punch. 
Right. Sucker Punch is visually brilliant. That's a great this is not. I wouldn't say visually brilliant. It's pretty. So it's not even Sucker Punch good. No. Because I know how you feel about Sucker Punch. No. No, 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 no. I mean... It's just hard to describe. I really can't think of a movie because like there's movies like you know like we saw Blended a few weeks ago and like I was like this is fucking terrible. Yeah. Like, fuck you and fuck everyone who was involved in this movie. And then <laughs> and then I then I just saw this. I'm just like it just feels like it's like Angelina Jolie's passion project and she just wanted to do it because I look like Maleficent. Mm-hmm. You know, it just and there's just nothing behind. It. There's no, no meat to I, this bone. And see, actually, Disney was the one that courted her. That's just weird. And, and yeah, it's funny because they they are they're really supposedly courting a lot on this. They they have a, a a designer that designed the whole movie that is is building a world that they can set all these live action movies in. Yeah, I just and, you know mm-hmm. honestly, I want to like, make a bet and like ask me about Maleficent in two months, and I'll go, what uh, Malo- uh, Malifa what? Oh yeah, that movie. <laughs> all right. Uh, and finally, the last thing, just Uh-oh. I and I hate to end the show upsetting Shannon. Oh, what? what? Oh, yeah, because I don't need to be upset more right now. <laughs> well, what happened? It, it, <laughs> is, is, is Superman no, giving is, Hulk another blowjob? No, this is sloppy oh, seconds. Black ass. <laughs> this, is, this is bad news for Shannon, but good news for me because I've always wanted to watch Spartacus. But you know why I stay away? All the boners. Well, sci-fi... so fucking weird about that. Sci-fi is getting the show, and that means they'll edit. Oh, God. So it's it's going to be... You know what else are going to edit out? Carrie, just enjoy you know, they're they're gonna gonna dick They're going to edit out the ass. They're going to edit out the titty. They're going to edit, they're gonna edit, edit the, the dialogue. They're, they're going to edit the dialogue. Right. Which is the... How, what what the that? fuck? What's this fuck guy... Uh, the, the guy that owns the the, the, the first the first bad so, guy the, from the fucking mummy where he's like oh once again uh, the gods Jupiter the, once again the gods spread ass cheeks wide and insert cocks deep <laughs> so, that was his way of saying I'm I'm upset so basically the, the entire <laughs> show ain't gonna be on fucking. Sci-fi. The, the episode. Where, Fuck you, sci-fi. The episode where Spartac- <laughs> the last episode of the first season where Spartacus wipes out almost everybody in that thing. Yeah, it's gonna be three minutes long. It's, I know because it's, it's just it's just nonstop swinging. It's nonstop titties, swing, uh, yeah. dicks, and beheadings. Fuck it, he's swinging so, that sword. Fucking titties and dicks are flying up in the air. <laughs> so the whole show is gonna be. I don't know if you ever saw an old film called Spies Like Us with Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd. Uh, when Chevy Chase comes up to the microphone, he doesn't want to talk, and he's like, uh. <laughs> no, no, there, 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 there's an episode there's an episode where it starts with a guy fucking another dude and ends with a guy cutting off another guy's face to wear in the arena so he can kill people so it's gonna cut away and just like do like a little, we'll be right back like a cuckoo clock the credits will come on and they'll be like da 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 they're like <laughs> and then, and then uh, yeah, Man- Manu Bennett's going to stand up and say something, and then but it's it's going to be the intermission music for Monty Python on Holy Grail. It'll be like one of those like eight minute Adult Swim shows. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, I can't it's even imagine. Stupid. I ah. Gary, just look at a dick. I, I'm sorry. It's, Wait, hey, you don't watch Marcus? Oh, there's, there's an episode. I heard there, Lifetime picked up the Red Shoe Diaries. That's going to be fucking exciting. There is, a, there is an episode There is an episode of Spartacus Today where... Today I sucked my first dick. No, there's <laughs> a, there, there is an episode of Spartacus where a woman gets given a slave who's got a huge cock. And at one point during the episode, somebody cuts his dick off and throws it at her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Presents it to her. So you've got this thing. It's like... 
Oh, he's not so great now. Funk. No, you know what they're going to do? They're going to call it Steven Spielberg's folks. It's just to be throwing like a walkie-talkie across the... <laughs> It's gonna be even. It's gonna be even better is when they're doing the naked wrestling and they've just got walkie-talkies swinging from the belt. There's no walkie-talkies back there. This is bullshit. Like walkie-talkie. The people that are fucking, they're like gonna put them like in. Uh, they'll like put the uh, CGI leotards on it so it looks like they're doing stretching. <laughs> That's a really well, young, even, really long even, yoga scene. Even better. Even better. They're gonna put swing sets and harnesses on them so people think it's Cirque du Soleil. In the background, it's like, look at them. They're doing. Couples yoga. <laughs> Look at that awesome Roman Pilates. Nice oh, good yoga. There's, there's even a scene where there's guys standing at the communal shitter on the street. I mean, that show. Why is he shitty walkie talkies? This, <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Rome. <laughs> All right. When in Rome. That's good. Hey, I got I to get out. I got to uh, call my lawyers. Uh, David S. Goyer's going out saying, I want to fuck this ham. <laughs> <laughs>